Um, let's go to the group of death. Let us let us see who will come out. We got France, Germany, Portugal, and poor, poor Hungary. Um, Hungary's getting gang banged. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On today's Footy Corner, we're finally back previewing Euro 2020 here in the year 2021. We have a panel that picks winners not named France. Commiserations to Jeff on a rough week with City losing Champions League and Toronto bottling it to Montreal. We debate what makes a club big, make more fun of Alvaro Morata, and I'll think Brazil will ship pump Copa America. Along with the typical predictions, next. And we are back on the footy corner. It's been almost an entire month, but we're here. We're here to deliver all the goods. And we have a panel episode. Uh, so I'd like to welcome the panel on. Uh, we'll start with the, the common co-host, Arine, just a few floors down. Arine, uh, how's everything going? Just survived a, a, an oven fire nearby, yeah? I guess so. Um, I was unaware of it until after the fact, but I guess <laughs> I did survive an oven fire. <laughs> so everything going well with you? Yeah, everything's going well. Just chilling. All right. Let's uh, work our way to Indiana. Brian, always a, a lovely background you have there with the children. How's everything going there? Things are going wonderful. Looking forward to vacation. It's been a, a great couple of weeks. Celebrate. I've just been celebrating for the last two weeks. Wearing my oh. Chelsea kits every day, <laughs> rotating. Yes. And uh, we'll work our way to, I, I'm sure you're recovering, was one of the saddest men maybe a week ago. And I don't blame you. If so uh, we'll go north of the border to our favorite Canadian, Jeff Paris. Jeff, how's everything going? Terrible. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a bit rough there right now. And, and we'll find out in this show, I guess, why. But before we do, um, we'll start off with the final day of the EPL season. So we're going to go in a bit of chronological order which happened, oh, about three weeks ago at this point. But I think we can still talk about it because there's some exciting things that occurred. Uh, I think the most noteworthy thing, as we all know, is that Lester bottled it again. Um, Ari and I were in California, and I remember looking at all the scores, thinking to myself, Arsenal's going to make the conference because Lester was winning, um, which Brian didn't like. Uh, but then when Tottenham drew, we're still going to make the conference. Uh you know, Liverpool was in pole position, so Arian was pretty happy there. You'd won the league, so Jeff had to already be happy. Um, it was a happy pod for a little bit, and then Tottenham scored again. Uh, and Leicester has bottled it, and now we've missed the top four after being in the top four for, what, like 90% the last two years. Um, would you agree with me now, everyone, that this is a complete bottle job? Is it a Leicester thing, or is it a Brendan Rodgers thing? Oh, good question. I might, um, I might start. Oh yeah, go ahead, Brian. What do you? Think? I was, I was going to let's hear what Irene has to say because his team yeah. was managed by Brendan Rodgers. Um, That's true. <laughs> um, it's tough because they won a trophy out of it, um, and it's yeah. Leicester. It's not like Chelsea or any of our teams. You know what I mean? It's, I mean they're a competitive team, but they're not, they're not us. Like they don't have the pedigree, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess in a sense, if you really look at it, yeah, they bottled it, you know. Um, but I don't think they bottled it bad if there's such a thing if that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they didn't know. bottle it bad. They still maybe, maybe they were, league and won a trophy. Maybe they were playing above their weight the 
the whole year. Like yeah. they weren't at, they weren't as good as they were playing. Yeah, I could I could see that. Uh, Brian, go ahead. I think you have a similar thought to me. I, I, myself. I, I mean, how do you play for a whole season better than you actually are? If you play a whole season, aren't you as good as you are? Well, it wasn't the whole season, though, was it? Well, yeah, that's true. I and, mean, and maybe Vardy's getting old. Well, Vardy, he wasn't that great uh, down the stretch. Maybe he's getting that's old. That's true. It, I mean, it was a long season. It was it was long in terms of they played a lot of games in a short a shorter amount of time. So yeah, like, Jeff, like Jeff is saying, maybe Vardy kind of wore down towards the end. And, I, and I was going to say, looking at it, Jeff, Jeff does have, have a point um, that, yeah, they weren't uh, playing like that all season. Cause if you look at it, would you believe if I told you they finished only five points ahead of Arsenal, who, you know, it's documented, didn't play very well most of the year, or at least the beginning. Uh, yeah. I think Vardy disappeared in big moments um, in the end, but it's funny because Ayanacho, as Jeff knows, I'm stepped it up so much. Um, and our, as Arian said, they did win a trophy, but I do think I would say they truly did bottle it, not only because they screwed it up at the end of the season, but I think the day of also they were winning in like the what's it, was, it, was, it had to be in like the 60th minute. Um, you know, gave up an equalizer to none other than Gareth Bale, who loves his golf more than his soccer, <laughs> and, they, and then he won it. Um, and so, you know, there they go. But, uh, yeah, I guess they'll be in Europa. They do have a trophy uh, and I guess we'll see how they can build on it. They've made a couple of decent signings or they're rumored to be making a couple decent signings. So their arrow continues to point up, but I just think they have to reach that next step to get to that level of, of, well, I think for you guys to say us, I think they're a little past my team's level right now, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but for to be uh, traditional, I, they have to do it for quite a bit more. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to ask you guys is, uh, you know, the four qualifiers, Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, in that order. Um, is that a deserved top four? How do you guys feel about that group uh, representing England and, and coming out um, this season as, as the Champions League qualifiers? Yeah, it's it's the four teams that deserve to be there for sure. They were the best teams in the league. I mean, Chelsea and Liverpool both had their ups and downs, but both Manchester teams were consistent all the way through obviously city were the title winners four months ago, basically. So, um, but, you know, going back to Leicester compared to Liverpool and Chelsea, I, th- I think it comes down to squad depth. Um, Leicester had their, their 11, maybe 12 guys that are really good. Maybe, um, you know, maybe those 11 guys deserve, deserve to make the top four, but mm-hmm. Madison gets hurt for a long stretch Vardy kind of uh, fades out and a team like Chelsea, a team like Ch- Liverpool, they can, they can infill those. I mean, Liverpool was without Van Dyke, without a defense for the whole season and still finished third. That, that shows their depth. Yeah. And same with Chelsea, you know, we had our top scorer was Jorginho in the league and we finished fourth. Oh, it's because of all the pens. Yeah. Every single goal was a pen goal and he was our leading scorer and we still finished fourth. So it just proves that there wasn't one guy that we relied on. I mean, Mount contributed, Havertz, Ziyech, um, Pulis. The contributions were all over the pitch, whereas a team like Leicester have a few guys, and if you take one of those guys out, then they just they just fall out of it. That's yeah, true. It, it killed them. I think that's what separates, like you guys were saying, some of the bigger teams from the smaller. They don't have yeah. the squad depth. Um, yeah, if, if, City had, if City had played their, uh, like, second team 11 they still probably would have won the league or finished maybe second at worst 
Right. So, I mean, that just proves how good and how deep they are. Yeah. That's for sure. I didn't know a fake Italian led your team in goals. That's pretty wild. Uh, Yeah. Someone explain that one to me too. I'm confused (laughs) on that one. Is his mom half Italian? Is his mom Italian? It's gotta be right. It's like Tiago. Tiago is a fake Spaniard. Wait, why is Jorginho a fake, uh, fake Italian? This is the first I've heard of that. His name's Jorginho. It's Brazilian. Yeah, bro. (laughs) He's got one name. What is Wait, you know what? I'm about to do a deep dive into this. His mom has got to be Italian. Yeah, that's pretty wild. But um, Um, he was born in Brazil. Yeah, I just, for some reason, he's always been Italian. Yeah, and he moved to Italy. I didn't question it, but yeah, he, that's a Brazilian. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, he moved to Italy. I don't know, Jeff, maybe you can enlighten us. Uh, That's not not an Italian name, is it? (laughs) No, I, I just so there's tons of Italians in Brazil and Argentina. Like Argentina is like half Italian. Brazil is like quarter it's, Italian. It's where all the Nazis oh. went to get away from <laughs> uh, war crimes. Uh, so Jorginho's great great grandfather was Giacomo Frello, and Jorginho earned his Italian citizenship because his grandfather, who was also Brazilian, holds an Italian citizenship. So he's like fourth generation. Wow, Brazilian Italian, so he plays for Italy. So, so as U.S. and and Canada fans here, we're about a couple generations away from getting some one named Brazilians on our team. (laughs) But in what I was going to say about teams deserving it, um, as a Liverpool fan, it just seems like, uh, like I guess essentially you do deserve if you have the most like if you have the top four points, but it doesn't feel like we deserve it just because of how we played. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like we just fucking threw a Hail Mary at the end and got in. Um, I don't think anyone really... I mean, if you go back to the panel episode, no one said that Liverpool would get in. Everyone said they thought that, you know, Liverpool would get bounced out of Champions League and not even qualify. I mean, I think I even said that it's all Champions League at this point because they've already fucking blown the Premier League. And, I mean, (laughs) I was fucking wrong, apparently. So... So in that, in I guess in a in a Liverpool sense, like yeah, we got in, and, and technically we deserve it, but it doesn't feel like it. If that makes sense, it feels like it was just a fucking wild roller coasters full of injuries, disappointing losses. I mean, like we fucking lost to Villa like seven nothing, right? Like that was second yeah. game, but still, it's just like some tragic losses, and somehow we're in the top four, and it's I don't know if you want to say it's because of how Liverpool played at the end or just because of how Leicester fucked up same with like West Ham right West Ham had a bad end of the season so it's yeah. like you know controlling your own destiny type shit right I mean going back to that convo <laughs> and they didn't but I, I will note I did say I did say they'd make it um because of that running they have five check marks they won their last five games it looks like um and West Ham did okay but yeah Lester really really screwed up at the end but I think what the reason you might think like that is when you have a frame of reference of last season Right. Uh, and they win all those games and only lose what? How many did you guys lose? Like one or two, three, maybe. Then, then your frame of reference is like, well, losing, uh, you know, nine games. That's wild. You know, and then, I'm sure Jeff probably felt like that at the beginning of the year. You know, you guys were losing at the beginning, um, but it, it corrected itself for you, I suppose. Yeah. But you remember my prediction at the beginning of the year when we were shit. I will admit you did say Pep is long playing this, yeah. Um, yeah. but 80, I mean, they won with 86 points which if you go back the last two years, I think second had even more than 
more than yeah. that. So um, it's I think it was just a goofy, wacky year with all this uh, pandemic. To be fair, though, around. I think the City and Liverpool teams in the past two, three years have been just absolutely insane. Yep. I mean, 86 yeah. points isn't is is good. Like, I think if you look before that, like, it's kind of normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially yeah. with how competitive, I guess, the league was this year. Yeah. So and and maybe going forward, we'll see the same. Um, Leicester and West Ham. How do you Plus, feel about? City was without Aguero, you? right? City was without Aguero for a good chunk for whatever yeah. I guess, whatever you know. Yeah. And Laporte, Jeff. Phil Foden really okay. stepped up for you guys. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about his hair in the in the Euro section of this. Wild this hair. Is, your your take on that is interesting, uh, Jeff. Um, anything you want to add? This is your chance to talk about your champions. Uh, before it, it of the league before it goes south later in these conversations. So, what do you have to say about the league season for City? I thought it was beautiful, like the way it started and the way it ended. Like everyone was jumping on me at the beginning of the season, and uh, they were all wrong. <laughs> and then it was great. Then next year we'll have uh, Kane and Grealish, and uh, <laughs> we'll run away with it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they are talking about wrong. it. If we get that, if we get them, like. There's like, God, it's and I think I think in terms of uh, uh, Kane, uh, sorry, uh, Foden uh, playing with Grealish at City, what that would mean to the English team, like having them together on a on, on a Premier Club League team. team, yeah, and then they work together on the national team, they'd be deadly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that'd be a scary attacking midfield. Here's here's what I'm gonna say though. What was the story last year at the end of the season? What was the big story? defense for city no just of the premier of just like the season like if you look at everything as a whole what was the big story was liverpool won their first was liverpool won the title right yeah well the big story was the season getting canceled for covid if we're going to be completely honest (laughs) that was your that was your takeaway for the 2019-20 premier league season yeah yeah Okay, well, you're omitted from the statistic. Anyway. <laughs> but well, that, was, that wasn't a real season because of COVID, so it, I, I, don't count, it, I don't my, count it. My Liverpool, point was being... Liverpool won the season before COVID canceled it, essentially. Not I was mathematically, gonna, but essentially. They, well, they, the big story was that Liverpool won the Premier League. This yeah. year, it's top four. This furthers my case that... When City wins, no one really cares. It's just facts. The bigger story is that, oh, the top four race was good. It wasn't because, because the champions were, were, oh, it's so awesome for City. It's not that. It's just I don't know what you listen plan. to. That, that's sport. All they that talk is, about is top four. That's all that's they talk about. Last a, year, it was about Liverpool win the league. That, that's through a Liverpool lens. Because we win it so often. If, yeah, if City, it's, it's, if City like, were in a battle with you, United, It took you guys 30 years to win one. One. City essentially wasn't a battle with United, though. I no, mean, that two finished second. The city was in the lead. The like from so Liverpool was too. Christmas on. Liverpool was too. Yeah, but City has won the league four times in the last eight years. So it's, it's not. I mean, it's not even a big deal though, because yeah, like, exactly. I know Jeff's a fan, but I don't know any other Man City fans because like, we're not because City are a tourist club. Liverpool are a tourist club. Arsenal are a tourist club. Don't tourist, don't tourist clubs have the most money though? So how is City not yeah. a tourist club? Because we're a local working class club. Man City has a club set up in Naperville. 
I, like, I can't literally, get that's that, as global so. as you can get, bro. Like, like I don't know what you're talking about. Like I don't see a Liverpool like camp here. Oh, Liverpool, oh yeah. because so so Irene, when City won in 2012, even though yeah. they spent all that money, I think it was 2012. It was, it was the way they won. <laughs> the way they won it was special. That's not true at all. The, it was it was Aguero goal. Oh yeah, that was big. But was also yeah, that's first, that's what it's remembered because it was because it was their first since like the 30s. Yeah, yeah, but was, if they had won it like they did this year, people would have been like. I mean, because uh, I mean, money won that. I mean, it's like money won that. Like, it's not Liverpool, like so. Liverpool won the league the same way City won the league. Liverpool no. won last year the same way City won this year. They ran away with it. The only difference is that Liverpool has not won in thirty-five years. If it's Liverpool won two years ago, if Liverpool wins it next year, it'll that will be the main talking point. It won't be who got not, not if they not if they win it like City did this year. If there if be. there is a Champions League battle, it will like, be because more people talk about it because Liverpool matters more because the they're a tourist club because they're a tourist club. It's it's why City can fill their stadium better than Liverpool because they have more uh, seats in their stadium than Liverpool. No, no percentage of sellout. I send you. I send you the the, the link. I sent you. You are one spot behind. What? Uh, so City. what? What what the what's the definition of a tourist club? That's what I don't agree with on, on Jeff's argument there. Well, like take take the state take the stadium at, at City. Everyone is from the Man- Manchester area. I, I've that's been to Old Trafford. That's a wild. I've, I've, I've been to I've 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 been to Old Trafford uh, twice uh, twice now for games, and you it's people like half the stadiums from London. You got people from Hong Kong, India, this, that. Like it's it's a it's a like there's not many Manchester accents. So so isn't it a matter of time then before City becomes a tourist club because of the success? Oh, they could. They could. Oh, oh, they could. They, they yeah, they are halfway there. They, have, they absolutely could. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. a, I mean that's just a while just because you go to the stadium and there's more diversity there. No, I'm talking about not, like I mean, like, that's just like so on wild. game <laughs> on game uh, game day Old Trafford, the 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 train station in Manchester, the amount of people from London it, it, getting off trains to go to a game at Old Trafford is insane. The airport is full of people from Ireland, like like I have my my cousin's well, husband, husband in Belfast. He, he he flies out at every other game, Ryanair, and but, goes to the game. But City and Liverpool have been global clubs for decades. Manchester City has been a global club for 10 years, one decade, not multiple decades. It's just exposure through success. Well, here's the thing, though. So there's – why are you blaming Manchester United and Liverpool for having that success 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and establishing a global brand? That's what City – I'm not – I'm not – I'm – Sending a rebuttal to Irene and his and his thing that does it doesn't matter. It's not as big a story if Liverpool won the league, if City won. It's I admit that's it's not as big a story because it's a huge story within Manchester. In Liverpool, it's a huge story. And, and, and so my brother has said at the cop, he's been to Liverpool. Where there's a person to your left, the person to your right, and the person behind you, they have Scouse accents. Uh, the day I went, I, I believe so. I was squished yeah. into it. The person to my hard. left, the person to my right, the person behind me were all season ticket holders, and they were all scouts as well. Or you can't even so, understand, so, I mean, can't even understand them. 
sounds like chickens. It sounds like chickens in a dryer. But that's what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying that does not define anything. I'm saying Liverpool is, in your definition, a tourist or a global club. But when you go to the games, it's exactly how you describe. I mean, like everything's hectic. Like, the, like you could ask my brother. The people that invited us into their taxi to go to the game were scouts. It was a, a dad and his. And son. they were trying to rob you. <laughs> it's Liverpool. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like the people that we went, that we met at the bar were, I mean, like, it's not, I mean, I, it'd be cool if it was like people from India or Hong Kong. I mean, that's, that doesn't make a difference for me. Cause there are like, tons of tourists at the uh, Anfield every game. I guarantee. There, but my point I'm being, gonna say I'm sure there is, but there's, I mean, you can't just say like, I mean, you can't just say that everyone at City's ground isn't a tourist. I'm going to say I there's mean, no, no difference that. between City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester United, Arsenal, Tottenham, top six. There's no real difference between any of those teams in terms of their their fans, local versus tourists, whatever. Well, we can, we can knock Tottenham out of there because fuck them. But um, for at least the top four now, minus Arsenal and Tottenham, May, uh, I, sorry, actually, we can include Arsenal because of their history. Tottenham doesn't have a history. Our five, that, our, five, our five clubs are global, um, global clubs. And there's a strong local presence for all of them, and there's a strong international tourist presence for all of them. Yeah, we should send... We can't argue... We should, we should send Brian to Israel and Palestine so he could just... <laughs> Brian, are you down to mediate? Yeah, sure. Uh, see, you would I'm be a good therapist. I'm disagreeing with both Jeff and Irene. You guys are both wrong. I'm coming out gunning right now. So you just mentioned that Arsenal has history. What's the history? Uh, invincible season. Are they a big team anymore? What one season? Uh, I mean, Leicester. It was, it was Leicester. They had quite a few seasons. They're the biggest it wasn't our season. Arsenal Oops. has had a longer streak of Champions League appearances than anyone else in the Premier League. What, Champions League appearances? Yeah, top four finishes. So you they based it off of appearances, not actual trophies? Yes. Before this season, the, they had sustained, made 25 The Red Star seasons. Belgrade is a bigger club than Arsenal? No, sustained a success. All right, yeah. this is the first time in your life Arsenal hasn't been in a European competition. In my Ever. life? Ever, yeah, but yes. I. When have I seen them win one? They've, they've won the league quite a few times, more than Liverpool has. I mean, if I, I mean, you could put yeah. me. I mean, like FA cups. It, it depends what you're. It's a. It's a measure. It's a measure. I don't know. I just don't think Arsenal's. I mean, like you could say they're in a downspin right now. Yeah, which yeah, is they what are. Teams and are. But in their downspin, they're winning the same amount of trophies as they did on their upspin. So what's the? Where's the up and down? Well, they went through those Premier League years that they won. They won a few things. So. I'm not celebrating second or third place. That's all I'm saying. You celebrate when you get number one. Okay. <laughs> so in the league, you can only celebrate once in the last thirty years. Arsenal can celebrate four no times. because of your how many how many Champions League trophies? I'm talking about league. So but no, I'm talking about big that's trophies crazy. in general, Brian. It's, so it's what you're that's where we disagree because you don't think the FA Cup is a big trophy, and I do. FA Cup is huge. Yeah. So what Today, we can agree, it's not huge anymore. That's not true. These are these are teams. Look how big, look how big it was for Leicester. Yeah. Huge. I, 
And look how Chelsea, I can tell you, Chelsea fans were gutted that they lost. Mm-hmm. And that we've lost. I don't lost think the they were gutted. Years. I don't think Chelsea fans. From what I saw on, on what I follow, yeah. The casual I mean, fan, the credit card fans, no, they don't care. Yeah. But the people in that general, are true fans. Yeah. In general, these five teams or six teams or five. No, Let's call it five. Fuck that. They've, they've been winning trophies for quite a few years now. Across no, the board, that, league, FA Cup, League Cup, Champions League. Yeah. I don't – I mean, the majority of the trophies go to these teams. Can we agree with trophies. that? Trophies. So, okay. Trophies. So if you look at the top eight – uh, most valuable soccer clubs in the world. Our five teams are in the top eight. Because of branding. Yeah. So how else do you define a top team? Uh, success on the pitch. Okay. That's so how I define it. Making qualifying for champions league is successful, right? To a point. If you can keep qualifying for, I mean, you keep saying Tottenham's not a top club, but they've been they've been qualifying qualifying for Champions League the past five six years. Yeah, they made and, it to a Champions League final. They finished second place in the Premier League. They've so not has, done so anything differently that Arsenal. So is Arsenal. Uh, true. Okay. So 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 how are you going to omit I'm, Tottenham but keep Arsenal in it, Brian? That's that's because I hate talking. Tottenham. <laughs> See, there you go. See, that's through the Chelsea lens that you're bringing out for us. Tottenham won a league. Hold on. We, we talked about – have Tottenham won a league? Tottenham has not won a trophy. Have they won that's, a champion? That's the difference. Exactly. They haven't won – so you want to say winning things, but it depends what your measure of winning is. FA Cup, Champions League, Premier League, these are all measures that these teams that we're mentioning are winning. They are gaining these trophies over the past 20 years, that we'll say, right? 20, 20. Arsenal won the FA Cup last year. I mean, I think that is a more value into an FA or League Cup than I do nowadays. That's where the difference is. For would, me, would it's you all rather, about really. Would you rather have a uh, two FA Cups in the last two years, or a seventh place finish in the league and uh, runners up for Champions League? Well, the, mm, runners up in Champions League. Runners up in Champions League. You would rather lose Champions League. I'd rather witness my team play in a Champions League game than win two FA Cups. Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, so, but you, I thought you said success is winning titles, not getting second. Yeah, but titles that actually are like competitive. I mean, okay. FA Cup, you have Harvey Elliott playing for Liverpool. You have Dikembe Sisway playing for Newcastle. That ain't competitive, bro. You have 15 year olds running around the first couple rounds. You don't get that in Champions League, you don't get that in Premier League. Well, my point being is that you know, my team is in a downswing. That's true. Every team has had these. I don't think they're not a big club anymore. Look, yeah, five years ago, this discussion, we would be talking about uh, Liverpool not being in the top and Arsenal would definitely be in the top. Yeah, because you guys had a downswing too for a few years. Five years ago? Yeah. Maybe just maybe seven. Maybe six, maybe seven six years ago. Because six, you, I think five or six was the Brendan Rodgers year. In ten years, would you rather win one Champions League or five FA Cups? One Champions League. Yeah. So, what's the value in an FA Cup then? How many FA Cups does equal one with Champions? League? But we're saying that these teams are both successful. If you ask, yeah. Me. So the Jay Payne Trophy is a big trophy these days, huh? It didn't, we didn't say the Jay Payne. It is. To the, it Cup, is to the teams that win it. 
These are the three that we've All right, Let's move on to the next time. My case in point is being you can't omit Tottenham from this top. That's, from big that, and that is a fair point, Irene. I, I, my, my bias against Tottenham is what uh, made me leave them out, and, and they deserve to be in. They're a European Super League team. <laughs> Former. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's give some props to. Uh, so I was going to talk about the Europa League teams real quick. We talked about Leicester. I say let's go Brentford. Oh yeah, we all or most of us picked West Ham to get relegated because of the news going around early in the year. They've now made Europa League, um, so they're there. Will they do anything? Anyone? Shit. Mm, Good. Maybe. It maybe. depends on their transfers. Maybe. You know what? Europa League th- this next year is actually now more prestigious because you got rid of all the trash teams from the lower, like the random ass countries. You're not going to have a Macedonian team in, in Europa league. They're now in Europa conference. That's right. Which, which I think will make it harder for a team like West Ham to have any success. They're not going to be able to, to beat your, um, I don't know, locomotive Skopje or whatever the hell is from <laughs> Macedonia. They're going to have to play big teams. Here's my thing though. West Ham's gonna add, they gotta add more depth now. Yeah, they really want to be serious about. Yeah, things. they they made Europa League six years ago or something, and, and they, they got knocked out pretty quick. Yeah, lost I think the Payet. Yeah, Dimitri Payet. Yeah, they lost in the qualifying stages. I don't think yeah. they even made the group stages. Well, I think I think that's always been their problem. They always splurge on these names, right? Instead of getting depth, instead of getting numbers of like decent guys, I feel like they always go for like a. Not a big name, but like a guy that's high in price. Therefore, they, they you're need that for, I mean, kind of talent. They, yeah. they need five, eight million guys, not one 40 million guy. Yeah, exactly. So I think West Ham's key is they have to keep Declan Rice. That's the main yeah. thing they have to do to me. Where is he supposed to, where is he rumored to go? Chelsea. Yeah. I think he's friends with Mount. I, I think he's teams are putting pressure friend. on picking him up. Uh, I think that's the main goal. Keep your players, and then, like you guys said, pick up a few of these guys that are five to ten million pounds that are you know good low key players, and see what happens. Get depth. Um, so, as you're saying, the conference Tottenham have made the conference after their comeback. Uh, we'll be making trips to potentially Ukraine uh, <laughs> out out in Eastern Europe. Um, so, uh, any thoughts on Tottenham being in the conference? No. Uh, so I also wanted to add that uh, Brentford have joined the Premier League after winning their playoff because when we last left off, we were talking about the playoffs. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, and I mentioned to some people, I will probably be watching uh, their matches hopefully pretty closely. Like I'll, I mean, I'll, that's my second favorite team now um, in, in the Premier League. Um, so I'm pretty excited for Brentford. I don't know. Does anyone else share my excitement or is it just me here? No, I, I, I always get excited when um, new teams that I have not seen in the, in the Premier League come and, and are in the Premier League. Um, so I'm excited for them. Uh, Ivan Tony, Ivan, Ivan Tony, Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. I think he's going he's gonna to make some waves, hopefully. Yeah. He was fantastic last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I, I always like seeing new teams. Yeah, and, and, and the reason I like him, I read an article on him. I, I know they're a small team. I don't like bees in general, but uh, I got over that part of it. They they do an analytics. They have an analytics team that really looks at stats, and, and when they get the transfers, they figured it out somehow. Like, this is a team last year 
that sold Ben Rama to West Ham. They sold Watkins to Aston Villa. I feel like I haven't seen Ben Rama too much. Did I just not watch their games or did he not get much playing time this year? He, I will say he didn't get a terribly large amount. He was one of their kind of, he's one of those like super subs. He did some, some work coming off the bench. He created, he didn't really score too many goals. He was, that's what he was. And so, which was a big loss, I think for Brentford, but again, they did a good job of going back in and you lose Ollie Watkins, you sell him for a good amount. Who do you get? You get Ivan Tony who leads the league in goals who's a goal scoring machine. Uh, and it's just a team. He's a young Englishman too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he would as rumored to be leaving too, if they hadn't been promoted. So I think at this point he stays and um, that's just a team that I'm telling you, their recruitment is so smart uh, that when we do the season preview next year, not only could, am I a homer about it, I'm just, I just like how they run. That's why I like them. Nothing about their logo, nothing about their stadium. I, it, they are getting a new one, but I agree. The old one stunk. Uh, because I know Arjen had a, had a problem with the size of the stadium with Brentford. Um, I'm a big stadium guy. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not a big Bournemouth guy, even though I respect the mural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know, Jeff, what have you heard about Harry Kane? Because from, I mean, early talks, I heard that it was like not 100% sure, but then like he came out with that statement. So it's kind of awkward if he doesn't go. He wants to go, but... Uh... I think they're trying to do a player swap. Like, their Spurs are interested in uh, Jesus, uh, who and Sterling. Sterling, yeah. Oh wow! Uh, so and they can do too much to give up. Yeah. What do you? Would you do that? Uh, Sterling kind of had a down year, right? If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. yeah. I do it because we're people. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just you, go out and get another really good winger. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> some other European club in the endless amount of cash. Uh, yeah, before, would, I mean, want, would you rather have Sterling or Kane? Kane. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. easy answer, right? There were so many times this season, especially in the Champions League, where a ball came through, uh, came through the box, and City had nobody there. And I remember one game against uh, Paris Saint Germain. Uh, the announcer said, if they had a proper number nine standing there all game, they would have won this game by six or seven by now. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. And like, it's weird to think. Yeah, that, I know that how you feel. And, and they still did it. And they, but they, and they still did it without, without a. That's forward, true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. imagine what they'd be with freaking. King Wheelish. Yeah. Is so, yeah. Grealish really – is this really a thing or is this just – Very much a thing. Propaganda yeah. being put on yeah. me by Jeff. No, it's very it's much – no, no. It's like this is what – City are trying to get Kane and Grealish. I mean, Grealish loves his club, Aston Villa, it seems like. But I think he can also recognize – same with Kane – that they are world-class talent and they cannot win trophies with the current with their current clubs. Like I think Grealish signed that – contract just so uh Aston Villa wouldn't get screwed when he leaves. Yeah. 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 Give his give his club. Grealish is not staying at Aston Villa. Yeah. I hope not. I hope not. That'd be a shame. If if they show desire though, they went and got Buendia. They apparently are trying to get Ward Prowse. Um, which I don't know how much room they have in a midfield for all these guys, but they're showing that they have the ambition to go out and get these players. Tottenham? Arsenal, not Villa. No, they actually Villa. beat Arsenal to the signing of Buendia. Um, so they got him. Uh, 
So I, yeah, I mean, they might be. Yeah, but, yeah, but to what? So they could finish fifth? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, never know. That's true. Like Greek players like Grealish and Kane do not want to finish fifth. Yeah, so we'll see. But I've heard Aston Villa's owners are are all in this year. Like they're really going to push to make them the top. So we'll see. But we'll come to the fodder in a second. Uh, next up in the order is at Europa League. Real briefly, I just want to talk about it. Uh, Valencia or Valencia Villarreal. <laughs> Unai Emery's Villarreal uh, drew 1-1 with United. They were up at the half, and, I, and United got one back. Um, and this was the wild one. If you guys remember, went to shootouts. It was 11-10 in shootouts. Every person making their penalties, including the Villarreal goalie, David De Gea is the only one that missed a pen, um, gave up a goal on every shot. Uh, yeah. Do you feel bad for David De Gea in this one? I don't feel bad for him. I feel bad for United fans that had to deal with him not saving a single penalty and then missing his. <laughs> but that penalty shootout was like textbook, beautiful penalty shots. Like yeah. every single one of them. Like it was a clinic on both even, teams, on both sides. Even if the keeper got their hand on it, there was enough power that they just couldn't save it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even when I saw uh, Albiol go up, old man time over there, dude, yeah. drilled it like upper 90. I was like, whoa, uh, unreal. It was some unreal, uh, as you said, pens being taken there. Uh, uh, was it Coquelin for Villarreal? Yeah. Like, <laughs> fired his end, didn't he? <laughs> I was pretty shocked. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen him take that. a pen. I don't think he ever took one at Arsenal. But, he, yeah, it was, it was, like Jeff said, it was textbook penalties. Yeah. Maybe one or two the goalies got hands on, but. I mean, if you kick it hard enough, goalie can get a hand on it. It ain't going to do much. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 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 but let me just say it is, I mean, David De Gea faced like 20 penalty shots and didn't save one. So in a sense, it is his fault. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Like yeah. at a point, if it's like a five shot, you're like, damn, you know what? You can get unlucky, but like fucking 20 times. And then you miss your shot, even though it was a well-struck shot. I'll say that it was well-struck. It's like, essentially you still missed 20, 20 pen. Yeah. And didn't bang his in. It's, it's his, I mean, it's his fault, bro. I mean, right. That's true. Yeah. People were saying De Gea totally fucked up with the shot, but I, I heard one person saying like someone from Villarreal basically had the exact same approach, exact same, like lead up to his shot. um, And and the keeper guessed the wrong way. And that's why his went in keeper guessed the right way on De Gea's. And that's why it didn't go in. Yeah, so I thought it's just a, a matter of luck. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was well struck. It was it was just unlucky, but yeah. it's just the whole saving for me, you know. When you have all those chances, you, yeah, <laughs> that was wild. It was. I mean, I kind of was hoping it would just go on forever. I, at first, I was hoping it would get to the goalies, right? So like, like the ninth and tenth shooters come up, I'm like, please, just all of you make them because I want to see the goalies shoot on each other. Yeah. And, it was kind of just a perfect moment for it to end. I guess. Bro, those those last guys were hitting top up top net too. It was like, yeah. what the fuck are these guys on, bro? Are they the tenth shooter for that team? Is what you're wondering. Like, yeah, what? Uh, yeah. So, do you guys think United fans really cared that much about this result? They were already in Champions League, so the Europa win wouldn't get it. But it would be a trophy. Um, they've won one somewhat recently. Yeah, not under Olay. So under Mourinho, right? They're too arsed about it, yeah, because they it was. Um, and and Olay used to keep keep getting to semifinals. This is the first time he's gone to a final, so he's progressing. But do you think United fans were too upset? Arian, you might have a beat on this from Talk Sport. Um, any any thoughts on that? I think they're all. I think the bigger 
thing about this was if they could win it. I mean, if Ole was their manager, because this seemed like, you know, it's a big game, European game, kind of the see of what he's about. Because this season he's been like kind of still up and down, even though he finished second, a lot of critics. I don't know how much better you want the guy to do in the league, to be honest with you. I mean, he didn't have a better team than City. But they were all saying, you know, on paper, United's way better than Villarreal, right? Yeah. So it's like, it really does come down to the tactics. I mean, if you have the players on your side, who, who are you going to blame? You know what I mean? I think I think your boy, Unai Emery, just um, <laughs> outmanaged him, man. Let's be honest. I think he just outmanaged him. Yeah, he's a great manager. <laughs> Are you trolling me right now? Well, he won a trophy. You know what the issue what? is with him? He won every damn Europa League final except for the one he managed for my damn team. <laughs> this man is undefeated in Europa League. Then he comes in and against Chelsea loses 4-1. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. So, but, wait, back to on, on Unai. Wasn't his record for his full tenure at Arsenal, wasn't it about the same as uh, Wenger's last whatever same number of matches and the same as um, Arteta's number, same number of matches. So he's not, yeah. Yeah, It's not like he was worse than his predecessor or his successor. Yeah, I think he was ostracized because he couldn't get his point across. Like because of the language barrier, I think he got screwed a little bit out of that when you come in. And and like the poor guy is just trying to say good evening, but it becomes a meme. So I think that uh, (laughs) including what we've put on the show. So I think he kind of, you know, got screwed out in that in that sense. Um, His his player management wasn't the greatest, but we've seen that that's an issue with the team now, too. Um, But, yeah, you got to say he did a hell of a he's done a hell of a job in Spain with the team he's had there, Sevilla. And he's beat my team, bro. He beat my team in Europa League too. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, you're right. I've been a victim of fucking Unai Emery, bro. <laughs> I think I, I think almost all of us have at this point. I was a victim, and he managed my team. Uh, but <laughs> but but uh, Villarreal, um, it, it is big for them. They're such a small city. I don't know if any of you uh, knew this, but um, if you take everyone in Villarreal in the city, um, they do not fill Old Trafford. So. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, uh, Jeff. What are your thoughts on Ole United? They're your rivals. Um, do you do you blame Ole? Do you think they care? Uh yeah, I think they cared big time. It was embarrassing for them. <laughs> it, it was. They were. They were actually absolutely humiliated by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I figured I'd go at them uh, there because now we're going to go to Champions League. Um, and we had uh-huh. Chelsea winning that one nothing on that uh, Havertz goal, um, you know, going around the keeper, finishing it. Uh, I'm going to start with the positives here. Brian, um, how have the celebrations been? You, you kind of told us a little bit earlier in the show. It's, it's been fantastic. I was so freaking pumped watching that game. It was so fr- – I don't know how Jeff was for that match, but it was so tight both ways – my heart was beating at like 120 beats per minute, according to my Fitbit, like for the entire, pretty much two hours, like even through halftime, it was nuts. Even though we were up, it, it was a little bit of a relief that we were up, but it, I mean, city was pouring, pouring on the offense, the last 15 minutes of the game. And then you have seven minutes of stoppage time or whatever. It's like, Oh my God, I'm just going to die. But it was just such a sense of relief when the final whistle blew, even though it blew uh, 10 seconds early. 
Uh, Jeff, your 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 viewpoint, your vantage point of this match. Uh, I was pretty upset at the referee. Uh-huh. Um, it was clear handball. Um, and the thing about it, go back to the Champions League, the uh, Liverpool Spurs. That handball that they called in the first like however minutes, that was half. Sorry, sorry, that was half the handball that the City and Chelsea one was. And that one got called, and this one did. That, if that went, and, and then the clear red call occurred on uh, De Bruyne. I will yeah, say I, about I, that I Liverpool was... call. That, that, I don't like how Liverpool kind of won off that. You know, that was kind of bogus, in my honest opinion. But it, I, I, went, I was disappointed about it. In the refereeing, that, um, uh, what's his name? Emerson didn't get a red card for handballing or for having handball outside the box. And Gundogan his, did get a second yellow, so he should have had a red ball, uh, red his, card. His hands were in a natural uh, position as he's falling. He, he handed it. He, his hand actually touched the ball as opposed to uh, Reese James, whose chest hit it. So, yeah, I agree. The refereeing was bad. Uh, City should have had two red cards to Chelsea's uh, zero. So, um, in the end, the – Are you um, feeling okay? The, the winning team uh, that deserved to win. Please. <laughs> but but I was I was worried going in. It was our first Champions League final. I just had a feeling. Yeah, I, like, I saw that before. No, the game. I think nobody wins the first one. Yes, that yeah. I saw that stat. No no team yeah. in the last twenty years or something has won their first appearance in Champions League. And I, I wish I downloaded the clip, but on the pod three weeks ago or something, Afshin or Irene said Irene has left. I don't know if you can still hear me. Oh, I agree, you guys. I'm, just, I'm making myself something. Yeah. Yes. Areen said, you are fucking crazy if you think Chelsea can win Champions League at all. I think you would be crazy. <laughs> I would like to know who logically put a bet on Chelsea. Look. I can show you the bet I have that I that I won. Brian, I am Chelsea. so happy for you, <laughs> but I also feel really bad for, like, the actual city, um, like, coaching staff and players because, like, Dude, that fucking sucks, man. <laughs> like, like they've they've been the best team in the Premier League for like ten years. Look, look at Liverpool. They they lost to Real Madrid, right? And then one was it the next year or the year after? Right after, it and right, that feeling City will got, be back. I, City will be back, and that's yeah. And like I remember after the Liverpool loss, I was like, "There's like I was like, we're not coming back to this competition next year and doing it." But I think City has the opposite of mentality. I think they're just like, yeah. all right, we're going to have – They were so hungry for it. They were so not, close. Right. Phil, Phil Foden, um, Ruben Diaz, Cancelo. I mean, Ederson's the add best Harry keeper. Kane? I mean, like <laughs> – Yeah. Well, I'd be, I'd be more worried about adding Harry Kane and then him fucking up. Right. And like – rather see – I mean, Foden wants to be there again. De Bruyne – Sterling had a down year too. Let's not forget that. I mean, yeah. it's just like the stars aligned for Chelsea. Uh, that Rodri, night. Rodri for City. Right. Um, he he had a great year. I mean, he's young. So all, all these guys for City. I mean, they have their veteran core like De Bruyne and Ederson. Um, Brian, here's my question: Does Chelsea even have a chance at this if Frank Lampard's their manager? No, not at all. <laughs> really. <laughs> I want to go back to the robbery point real quick. I, you know, Jeff, you mentioned the refs. You mentioned a few things. Um, was there any any question you had about Pep Guardiola's lineup? Uh, yeah. It did not have a defensive midfielder in there. Um, well, I put, obviously, uh, no striker. So, are there any question? Would you question Pep at all? Did he overthink this? Not, 
too much, but I would have put uh, Fernandinho in. Yep. Okay. That's yeah. what a lot of heat was on talk. I mean, I know I keep referencing it, but it's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Um, that, that they was were a saying, big, big talking point. Yeah, they didn't understand how Pep played like, a, a, what is it, CDM or something like that. That's what they said. And the one time he decides to test it was the Champions League final, and it kind of lets him down. And I mean, I mean, the, the game was unfair because it was it was basically thirteen against eleven the entire game. Because Conte really counts as three players on the field. <laughs> Let's see where this He's is that going. Fucking good. <laughs> so it's just unfair from the get go for City. So Conte, I mean, you cannot deny he was fucking mega he was so good that entire match deserved for player of the match i mean well it evens out because you guys had timo warner out there yeah he actually team warner kicked the ball into his own leg did you see that (laughs) (laughs) timo werner scenes and, and we're not it's not the end of the timo werner summer it's just beginning so um you know that's i mean City's winning two Champions Leagues at least in the next five years. All right. Wouldn't surprise me. At least. And, and, and Chelsea's not making a Champions League final, but I think they could push for the uh, Premier League in the next five years. Well, I mean, I think they could push for it next year. Uh, you if, know. if they sign Holland, then my tune will change. I think we'll compete for every trophy as long as we have him. Apparently, Chelsea Roman's ready. Yeah, apparently Roman's Chelsea ready for 154 million euros. So yeah, the 154 million is the signing fee for Holland. When yeah. you add in the the wages, the um, the add-ons, the the agent fees, it's rumored to be like 400 million euro. So total. that's why City wow. are going for Kane and not um, Holland. Holland. I don't think I don't think Holland's proven himself yet. Like the last yeah. two months of his season, like I think he had like I I don't want to be wrong here but like he only had like one goal or two goals no shit. um i don't think he's he's proven to be a like a generational type of player yet yeah yeah he's had he's had a hot streak the last two years like burning bright hot and you, you just never know if it's i mean timo werner did the same thing at uh red bull or whatever yeah sorry not red bull Rising ball and spieling around. Rising I mean, Holland could be could be a generational talent, or he could go to Chelsea and do what Alvaro Morata and Timo Werner did. Alvaro Morata, the walking burrito. Can't forget him. <laughs> the most overrated player in the history of fucking soccer. <laughs> so, so you guys have commented a bit on the future of the side. Zion says two Champions Leagues for City in the next five year, years. Brian, you think they'll win one? Um, Jeff, you think they'll win the elusive one finally? Is that the yes. one you're waiting for? Next year, just to shut everybody up. <laughs> but, but you said you cared more about the league, right? Even though... Yeah, that, yeah, the, what? The <laughs> no, stop it, Jeff. Now you care Surely. more about the league than the Champions League? I've been saying this on yeah, every but you, podcast. But you've won it like 10 times now, the league. I mean, like, don't... That's you- the... the Winning the Premier League is the biggest trophy in team soccer and team football. It's the best league. It takes the most to win it. Like, I I I agree with that. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. You know what place Chelsea were in last time they won it? Sixth. Fourth. Four, 
No, they were in fourth, I believe. This year they were in fourth. Last time in 2012, they were when in they won? Yeah. They, they were in sixth. Oh, okay. okay, well, there you go. Or was it fifth? And they barely got in. Didn't they still qualify for some bogus reason or something like that? They, well, they because no. they won it, they qualified for Champions oh. League the next year and knocked Tottenham out. Yeah, Tottenham oh, finished right. fourth and didn't qualify for Champions League. <laughs> They've since changed that rule, but yeah. <laughs> and then Chelsea got uh, third in their group got kicked out of Champions League, dropped down to Europa League, and then won that. Wow. So, so, so I will say winning the Premier League is, I, I think, more impressive than winning the Champions League because it's 38 games. It's a grind. You have to have a good team the entire time, whereas winning the Champions League is like winning the NCAA tournament. You just have to get hot at the right time. You know, so... It, but at the same time, I think Champions League is more prestigious. I think you get more money, more prize money anyway, which I think we're going to get to later. But as a fan, as a Chelsea fan, I've seen Chelsea win the league two times. One time really where I, I was full in on Chelsea being like a full in, full on fan. And I don't know if it's just over time, I've become even more of a Chelsea fan. So this title Champions League has, celebrated by me more than either of the two leagues I see them, I saw them win. Yeah, I, I think there's something to be said about winning a one-off. I, I just feel like the, the celebration you have after that is like, you know, the, the, you win the match, it built up during that match. Whereas yeah. during the season, you, you kind of know what's what direction yeah, things are going that's in. that's a good point, yeah. So that might temper like, the celebrations. I do agree, though, with Jeff yeah. saying that's the biggest accomplishment but I think a lot of people really like that Champions League or I know, I mean, I know that FA Cup's controversial, but that feeling that once yeah. that whistle blows, then you just start celebrating where That's know, true. I, I could see that. Point. So, like te- teams that teams that aren't competing in their own domestic league, like for first place that are too far out of it, they have an advantage in the Champions League. So yeah, yeah sure. absolutely. Yeah. You're right. Like Con- contrary to that, uh, Bayern Munich city, city had, well, city had the league wrapped up. Chelsea were fighting for Champions League spot for the end of the season, and they had yeah. to deal with Champions League. City had could for the last three months of the season, all they really had to focus on was Champions League. That's yeah. They could have Chelsea, prioritized it. And they Chelsea did. threw away their last match. They threw their last match away, and then just said Tottenham do it for us. And it's really too bad for uh, Leicester because Leicester could have champ- qualified for Champions League, and then Chelsea still would have qualified for Champions League. Yeah, I so I. So hearing your guys, like, I guess it's harder to win the Premier League, but still, I mean, for me, for some reason, it's just it's it's the only thing you guys can win. It's prestigious to win the Champions League because it's like that kid in Brazil, for example, Gabby, mini Gabby Jesus, yeah, mini Gabby Jesus. (laughs) The reason why Sergio Aguero was a fan of Liverpool because he could watch their Champions League games. Those games are broadcast across the world. So that kid in Brazil... So are all the Premier League games. Premier League. So, yes, they can. Dude, I mean, it's I you Ronaldinho said, I want to grow up and win the World Cup in Champions League. He didn't grow up and say, I want to win La Liga. I'm sure. Baby thinks I'm sure it crosses his mind. Huh? I, Jeff, Jeff's mind will change next year when City win Champions I'm League. just saying, no, no, it's nothing against it. I, I agree the Premier League for, like, people that probably watch it more often or people that live in England see how tough it is because they watch it every, fuck, you know, week in and week out. And, like, damn, you know, this shit's really fucking tough. 
And whereas Brian's point was right. Champions League, it's like, yeah, you caught PSG when Neymar was out for that. Those three weeks of the season, you know what I mean? Or like, it's it's when you get hot, I guess. And it, it is like, I don't know. And But your path, it depends on your path. A Champions League path can be easy and it can be hard. So it also depends on your path in the Champions League. You can yeah. you can draw Le- Liege Warsaw if you fucking get lucky or you could... <laughs> Or you can, I mean, Jeff, you're the city's the kings of easy draws in Champions League, right? It was the opposite this year. Chelsea's was it? Yeah. the easy draw, and oh, City, City, City knocked out Real Madrid, right? No, City knocked out PSG, and I forget uh, who else. Uh, uh, Dortmund. 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 Yeah, Dortmund. Yeah. Dortmund. Yeah. And and Chelsea had we had Porto in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Okay. The, well, the easy. Yeah, and then Real Madrid, a down Real Madrid. That's, I think it's tough. Still Real Madrid. A tougher path in the Champions League. I'll say Champions League is tougher, but that's 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 how I'll look at it. Essentially, I mean, because you could always draw Porto or you could draw Bayern Munich. I mean, there's a big difference there. Whereas the Premier League, you know who you're playing. You know who you're playing every fucking year. So yeah. I don't know. Well, back yonder when my team made it, we drew Bayern Munich every time. So yeah, I know I know how that feels. <laughs> in, the, in the round of 16 um but yeah you could just be, be like me and brian's team we, we beat bayern munich so it's, it's what we do eventually one day <laughs> we didn't last year one yes, match. <laughs> we beat him in a preseason game i don't know if that counts um, it does not sorry <laughs> but but yeah it, it's debatable actually everyone else uh, this is the first time we're playing at the footy corner to those listeners let us know what you think which trophy do you value more um just to finish off those points uh, you know, you mentioned Ronaldinho, you mentioned Sergio Aguero. I think a lot of the players now, though, have or not players, people have more access to these leagues. I think maybe 10 years ago that we didn't remember because none of I mean, well, we were yeah. watching it through these hacked websites back then, maybe. But uh, now you could, you know, you turn on minus this whole Peacock deal we got going on, but you could turn it on and and, and watch, um, you know, watch almost any game you want at any time. So that's you know, that might change over time. So we'll see, I guess. That Luis Suarez hat trick against Norwich, I watched on like the blurriest fucking screen <laughs> in my UIC dorm Wi-Fi. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, massive scenes there. Speaking of Luis Suarez, uh, let's talk real briefly Copa America. It's gotten overshadowed. People don't know what's really going on to some extent. Um, that starts Sunday, June 13th. Um, it's a bit of a different format this year. Have any of you gotten to see it before I talk about it? Just real quick, yes or no? No, I have not looked at it. No for me. Okay. So, Jeff, have you seen the the format this year? No. So, in the past, I believe what they've done is they've done, like, three groups of 12, and they've invited, like, Qatar and, like, another random-ass team. Um, But this year, they're keeping it amongst just 10 of them, and it's two groups of five. Um, And you would think top two from each group make it into, like, a semifinal. No, it's the top four out of each group. Uh, we'll make it into a quarterfinal stage. So these group stage matches really don't mean anything. It'll just be for um, seeding, I guess. You have Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, and Venezuela in Group A. In Group B, you have Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Paraguay, and Uruguay. Obviously, they separate Brazil and Argentina. Um, Just throwing out there – well, let me also do this background. You guys hear about how many times this tournament has moved. I just know it changed from Argentina to Brazil, which is a complete – that sucks for uh, Argentina. They uh-huh. almost moved it to the States, didn't they? 
I think so. That would have been awesome. I would have loved that. Yeah, when it was in the States, what what was that, four years ago? And the United States was part of it? That was fucking old. I went to a game. Wait, what? You guys went to a game? I went to the uh, the Costa Rica, the U.S.-Costa Rica game where USA beat them 4 nothing. Did you cover that? What was that? Did you cover that when you were writing? No, I wish. No, I wasn't covering that. I was just tickets to that game. Um, And I think also Argentina had a game. I I couldn't make that one. I couldn't find tickets. But Argentina, Messi was here too, across the street. Um, But yeah, yeah, here's the crazy thing. It was originally supposed to be in Colombia. Political unrest in Colombia. So they move it to Argentina. COVID in Argentina. So they move it to somewhere that had political unrest and COVID to Brazil. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, does anyone have anyone but Brazil winning this? No. I mean, you can have Argentina there, right? I mean, yeah, they're, they're in, they're there. I say that, but Messi has never won any inter- international trophy ever. Maybe it's his time, I guess. Is it? Do you guys think Argentina can do it? Jeff, who do you who do you like out of Copa America to win it? Well, yeah. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, so Argentina has – they have to get through Uruguay. Chile's had the same team for about 20 years now. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you look same at – Uruguay. Uruguay's had the same mother- – Uruguay's had the same motherfuckers for like 20 th- – I mean, Cavani's probably there again. It's Suarez. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they were biting and, and hitting handballs back in the 20 – like 2008 <laughs> World Cup, bro. They're still here. True. Who who's that blonde guy? Uh, Diego Forlan. Diego Forlan. Surprised he's not on their team. <laughs> That'd be amazing if he came out of retirement just to play for this tournament. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, Brazil's just so loaded, and you look at World Cup qualifying, and they they haven't lost or drawn a match. Um, I just don't see any other result for for anyone else. They're the home team. Um, with that said, I know we don't know too much about what's going on, so I'll kind of go through this quick. Does anyone have a dark horse? To look out for You know what I'll do? I'll share the screen so you guys can all see the groups. Um, does anyone have a dark horse here that they think can can make it out and do some work? I'm looking at the squads. Um, and Argentina and Bolivia haven't said their squads yet. Mm-hmm. I think Chile is always a fucking good shout, right? I mean, tradition. Not, not recently. Oh, they were really? 16 and 17. But again, they do have – like their team is – it's been together for a long time. I think they still have Bosajor on that team. I don't know how old that man is. Vidal. Vidal, Sanchez. So they're aging for sure. Yeah. Um, don't, didn't you have a boy on their team from QPR a couple of years back? Oh, I did. Is that Bosajor? No, he played for Wigan. Sanchez or something? <sighs> that name know. was off, wasn't it? I know Uruguay has a few young players. So th- like that might be a team... I'll throw that out there. They've gotten some young guys that are that might help them make noise. I'm I'm gonna throw Uruguay out there. It's tough to it's tough to care about Copa with uh with the Euros. Euros. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Yeah, that's true. Not gonna lie. I don't even know if it's is it being shown on TV? I think so. I if I remember correctly. Probably Canada. Canada's good with showing showing sports. I know that we we're not as good as that, I feel like. Jeff, yeah. are they showing Copa there? Yeah, everything's on. Uh, what do you call it? The, the zone. The That's zone. amazing. They, they in Canada, they have the rights to pretty much end everything, like Premier League, Italy, Spain, uh, not Germany, um, Championship games, uh, all the like England Championship, uh, everything. 
We have everything we, we have. We don't have any of those, but we have Germany. That's funny that you say that. <laughs> right. Germany's on, a, Germany's on a regular cable channel, channel here. We, oh, we have oh. Germany, Italy. Germany's on Fox. Italy's on ESPN. And Premier League's on NBC. Yeah. And Copa America will be on Fox Sports in the U.S. Okay. That are interested. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Parag- Paraguay is my dark horse team. Paraguay, okay. So Arnie Gaston Jimenez from Chicago Fire. Hey, Gaston, yeah, except the Fire <laughs> hey, hey, Canada played in Chicago uh, on Tuesday. They did. You guys all yeah. beat Suriname, and Alfonso Davies was what, running around the other day. Yeah. Or he on his uh, Instagram or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I saw you, Tio Luis. We're talking about it. That's how I knew. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, uh, <laughs> they're, playing in that, they're playing in that dump stadium. What's it called? <laughs> Oh, I, I've never been, but everyone, even people from Chicago, say it's a dump. No, yeah, it's a dump. It's a dump. They should have been playing at Soldier Field. Why? What was the original purpose of that stadium? Like, it's in the middle of nowhere. If I'm not wrong, it was to have a soccer-specific stadium, and um, uh, so they, they built it for the fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And they There's didn't want to pay the prices, so they yeah. paid a few prices. They moved EDM concerts there too because people here were getting mad. Like, like my brother who doesn't like loud music. So, <laughs> you thank my brother for, for the Bridgeview Stadium. I, I didn't build it. Apparently, there's like nothing around there either. Like, no, it's, like, like, it's just a terrible DMV, out. Jeff. It's a terrible DMV in Bridgeview. It's fucking. I mean, it, around the stadium is literally nothing. I mean, the dump is describable. The stadium itself is not bad. It, it, it's what's around it that stinks. It just was a 20,000 seat stadium. That was okay. You know, did its job, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you guys did win that. Um, so who's your dark horse for this though, Jeff? Who's your dark horse for Copa? Colombia. Colombia. Cause, right, cause so I always like, cause I always like Colombia in the world cup. You guys are probably too young to remember them, that they had a goalie with the big hair. He used to yeah. just, just take the ball and run with it down the field. Valderrama. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, you meant the no, goalie no. or you meant, uh, they're, you know, they're goalie. Yeah. He wore crazy, crazy jerseys too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, what was his name? I remember when he did a like a scorpion kick, like he yeah. did that outrageous. Like, <laughs> he did. In, I think he did it in a World Cup. Like he did it in a big competition. I'm like, mate, if you mess that up, that's horrendous. <laughs> like, uh, oh, it's like trying to Penelka on a penalty, like Aguero. Yeah, right. yeah. If you, um, Rene Heguita was his name. Yeah, Heguita. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, if you watch the two Escobars, it was a friendly game, but oh, really? Okay, the scorpion kick, but yeah. If you get a chance, it's on ESPN Plus, probably, or it's somewhere. Um, if you guys get a chance to see the two Escobars, that is a really good documentary, bro. That's some shit. Um, Brian would try in FIFA, he'd he'd go one on one with the goalie instead of just slotting it, he'd like try like freaking rebonoing the goalie, (laughs) doing a fucking flick over the goalie. Yeah, only so, when we're winning, Irene. <laughs> we're up like 4 nothing, and he does it. Just like make him rage quit. <laughs> so we all have different winners or dark horses. I like Okay, that. yeah. I was going to say we all have the same winner, I think. Yeah, yeah, same winner, different dark horses. Jeff's got Colombia. Irene's got Chile. Uh, Brian's got Paraguay. And I've got Uruguay. We've got three Group B teams. So, uh, Jeff, you're in the clear. They just got to get around Brazil at some point. Um all right, so that's Copa. Well, before we finish off, I don't know if anyone knows any players in it. Um, do we have any? Well, there you go. I've pulled up players. Can you guys see the players I pulled up or no? Yeah. Okay. Golden Boot. Who's winning it? 
Suarez. Okay. Jeff says Suarez. I'm going to go with Lionel Messi. Arine's got Messi. <sighs> uh, Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus for uh, Brian. No, 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 Starting no, no, over no, Firmino? No, no one's no, going with Allison Becker? Lataro Mart- Martinez. <laughs> oh, oh, is that what you're picking? Actually. You're picking Lotero? Yeah. Ah, oh, darn it. Okay, I got to pick someone different now. I was going that direction. Um, I'm going to go with Neymar. Yeah, might as well. Go with Neymar. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, everyone remember those. I didn't write them down, so we'll see what, <laughs> what ends up coming out of that. All right. So that's Copa Gary America. Metal, the five foot two defender. Okay. <laughs> Gary Metal. I do like uh, the Lotero Martinez shout. Okay. Um, so that now let's get to the main event. The Euros are starting tomorrow. Today, for those probably listening, tomorrow for us. Um, I'm going to work super early and coming out to and giving myself a half day so I can watch this ma- the, the opening match. Um, where, where are the matches being broadcast? Is it ESPN or? I should CBS? probably know that. Maybe it's CBS. I've gotten lazy with YouTube TV because you just, all you do is click like my favorites and it's like, you like soccer. So here, here's the game for you. It doesn't even say what channel it's on. Um, it's CBS Sports. CBS Sports. Okay. So I'll be watching on CBS Sports. Jeff will be watching on the zone. Um, and so, you know what? Let's do this. Oh, and, e- and ESPN. And ESPN. I'm sorry. I'm looking at a CBS Sports website that says the broadcast. So it's, it's going to be on ESPN and ABC. Really? Yeah. Sorry okay. about that. So that's, that's nice there. Um, let's kind of go through this. I was going to say who's our favorite, who's this, who's that. Let's just kind of break it down. Um, just brief stuff on each group. Mention anything you want. So let's just start with Group A. Um, so we have in Group A is it's an interesting group. It's Italy and Turkey who kick off tomorrow. Switzerland and Wales um, are the other two teams. Italy, the, the favorite uh, in that group. I think they're uh, they're the host. I'm gonna let Jeff start us off. Um, Jeff, who do you like in that group? Uh, any teams you want to bring up or mention? I bring you up because I'm, I'm guessing you're rooting for Italy. I've seen your um, bracket. Um, uh, Italy are interesting because they'll never surprise you. Like they could go out in the first round to the group stages, I wouldn't be surprised. They could win the whole thing, and I wouldn't be surprised. They're this, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. They're just this team. Yeah. Like like the years that people are like, oh, they're going to go really, they're going to go really far this year. They're out in the group stages. The years that nobody gave them any chance at all, they win the World Cup. Yeah, like, they just. They just have this when they're on. They just have a way to. They're they're frustrating. They're cynical. They're dirty. They especially against the like England. Like when they ever did play England, like because I think Italy has an advantage that all their players, all, almost all of them, play in Italy. So nobody knows them, and they get somewhat underrated because. They play in Italy, but these are world-class players, absolute quality. But and, and and it comes down to the culture in Italy. Like Italy is so regional. Like people are more proud of their region than being Italian. Um, so nobody gets that excited until like they they move out of the group stages and into the quarterfinals and stuff like that. Then Italians get on board. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, I looked at their roster. The only non 
Serie A players would be Florenzi and Ferrati who play for PSG. And then yeah. Chelsea's pair, I, we didn't know about the second guy, Jorginho's, Jorginho's Brazilian buddy, Edder, uh, Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> Emerson's apparently Italian too. So Also both, born in Brazil, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting squad, I think. Um, so, yeah, they, they're, yeah, I believe they're the favorites there. Uh, does anyone have anything else to say about the other teams in those groups? Anyone intrigued by Turkey, Switzerland, or Wales? Let me pull up. So, so real quick, Italy's defense is old as dirt. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, that, uh, yeah and, and it's weird. It's usually their strong point. Uh, yeah. This year, it's not. Like, that's their weak point. But uh, their midfield, they're, they can tear up a team. Yeah, Var- I mean, Verratti is like a... Oh, Verratti's going to miss the first two games. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's injured. Okay. Well, that's too bad because he's he's like a fucking engine, just nonstop. So um, he's small, but... Immobile and Insigne, do they play together? Or two strikers, or how do they work? It, Insigne is more of a winger. Okay. It's, it's more Immobile, and, and Bellotti is a great... I mean, Immobile is kind of old, but he's been... Okay. He's had a couple of really good seasons. Bellotti, he, he's kind of a sleeper. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I remember he had that insane year with Torino. I don't know how he's, he's how still he's on Torino. Yeah, that, that brings to the point of of Jeff, where it's like you know these guys' name, and you when until like you really read the the team sheet because they all do play in Italy. I mean, I was just looking at the roster, just like Mourinho and um, fuck, what's his name? I'm missing someone, but like there's like just two players that play outside Italy. The rest are just chilling in Italy and just fucking killing it. There. Yeah, Roddy, Florenzi. Emerson Verratti was the other one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Florenzi was at Roma for so long. I still affiliate him with Roma. I don't yeah. know. Right. Um, but yeah, dude, that's a, that's a fucking, it's always nice to see Italy go far. I like to see Italy go far. So hopefully they can do that. Arjen, do you know who their manager is? Italy. Yeah. It's your boy. <laughs> Skeleton guy. Yeah, it is. It's me. No <laughs> way, bro. Bro, how so, old is he? There's got to be uh, an age limit. He's not that old. There's got to be an age limit. Uh, that's not safe. Roberto oh, no, Mancini? that's Manuel Pellegrini that you think is No, yeah, it's, it's, my bad. That's not safe. Mancini's 56. Pel- it's oh, not it's Mancini. I mixed, I mixed it up, too. That's my fault. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, if if there are friendlies that let up to it are to lead anything, Immobile plays up front and Insigne plays wide left. So Yeah. Wow. So... So for Turkey, mm-hmm. Yilmaz, Barak Yilmaz is yes. less than a month younger than me, which means he's, he's fucking old. A friend of the uh-huh. pod, Barak. Barak. Barak Yilmaz. But he had a fantastic year for Lil. He did. I mean, Lil has a couple. Uh, Yaziki, Yuzichi, however you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's another forward for Lil, but also for Turkey. I mean, they have a couple. They have three guys. Chelik defender mm-hmm. from Lille, who all just shocked shocked France and won the league, beat PSG. Um, yep. So, I, I mean, they're, they're – yeah. Who picked Italy in our drafts? Huh? Did Jeff pick – I thought Chico? you did. I have Italy. Shit. I got Italy last pick of the fr- – well, I – I picked Portugal second. ahead of Italy? You did. Shiza, man. I took him in the uh, second round, so I did <laughs> double the points. Uh 
So, Afshin, how do you feel about uh, Granite Xhaka uh, in Switzerland? <laughs> Granite Xhaka is Captain. going to Roma. So, uh, hey, he can do whatever he's going to do. Um, you know, is hey, he Arsenal's only player in the uh, – oh, no, never mind. They, got, they have a couple. So, we have a couple. We don't have that many. But Switzerland's one of those teams – and let me – this is my chance to bring them up. It's a good segue. They're one of those teams I feel like that you look at their roster and, and, and their ranking and everyone says, oh, they're going to do good, but they, they just never make noise in any tournament. When is that time going to come that they do something? You know, you look at their players. I think they have Mehmedi, uh, they have uh, Shakiri, Shaka. They've had these guys for a while. Uh, Seferovic, eh, eh, Brie Embolo is supposed to, was supposed to be a young guy that came on the scene. But but Switzerland, does, does that ever evoke excitement out of anyone? Are any of you excited to see um, Switzerland on Saturday? And no, no, I'll be drunk um, at that time on Saturday. <laughs> so there you go. And then Wales is the other team in the group. Um, so everyone, let me know. We'll just go with who do you guys think is the top two that will guarantee to the to the um, next round, and we'll kind of leave the third place team. In out. Group A, I'm going to make some bold ass picks. I just had a pre workout. So Group A, <laughs> top two. It's this is easy. Mm-hmm. Italy and Switzerland. Let's not overthink it. Italy and Switzerland. Italy and Turkey. Okay, Jeff. Italy and Turkey. I've also got Italy and Turkey. (laughs) You're all wrong. You're all wrong. Every single one of you are wrong. Watch Wales win the group and we're all wrong. Wales can't win it without uh, Hal Robson Canoe. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Who does Turkey have besides Barack Yomas? Like, come on, guys. Harry Shahid? Chalanoglu. Yeah, yeah, they have some uh, young players. We'll, so we'll see what happens there. We'll, we'll, we'll check, check uh, Chenk Under, Leicester City guy. Oh, they yes. Have, uh, Soyuncu, big oh, defender. Yeah, they got a good defense. One of the best they defenders. Chelik. Their midfield and forwards are suspect, though, to say the least. I think their goalie is Chengis Under. Okay, well. We'll see. I, I, w- I wish you guys were right more of the time, but let's go to Group B. <laughs> so we got Group B. B is for Belgium, I think. Yeah. Um, they're they're the heavy favorites of the group, and they've also got a couple Nordic teams there uh, in Finland and Denmark, and then you've got Russia, uh, who's on that gas usually. So um, <laughs> does anyone think anyone other than Belgium is going to win this group? No. <laughs> no. No. Let's talk about them a little bit because they're one of the top teams. Um you know, this is a team that has had their golden generation for a bit. They've made it somewhat far in tournaments. I think, didn't they make the semis in, in the World Cup in 2014, I'd like 20, to say? No, 2018. Oh, they didn't. Did they, they also lost did to team? Croatia in 2018 and uh, won the third place match. They lost in the quarters in Well, England lost to Croatia. So they had to have lost oh, to Oh, sorry, France. they lost to France. They, they yeah. lost 1-0 to France, actually. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So are they going to make that leap here? Is that is this a team to look out for? I mean, who who plays for them? Who's who do you start up top? Lukaku. Lukaku's got to start easily. Oh, he's like he's their star. Yeah. Well, is he going well, to have yeah. to click? He he hasn't clicked in international games. Is he the key to them making that step? Is oh, if he, he doesn't if he doesn't perform, you finish. Everything's going to everything. The one I don't know if the board is going to. Be playing the first couple of games because he won't. Yeah. They, they won't need yeah. him. He'll miss the first game. That's it, I think. If their first game is against Denmark, that's not guaranteed. Then Belgium Denmark is fucking dangerous, boy. Yeah, Denmark. Are, Denmark are very good. They play Belgium Russia. Have to. I mean, you take out Lukaku. You bring in 
uh, Mertens to play like a false nine. That's true. It's, it's a different, it's a different, uh, like a, a different speed for them, a different um, element, I guess. I mean, Hazard's kind of, he's been dipping in the kebabs because of his injury. But his, his younger brother can fill in. Thorgan has But their defense, who's... Uh, Thorgan, yeah. Thorgan is not up to... I, I'm, I'm saying this now, Thorgan is not up to par. Their defense, so, who's, on, who's on their defense, though? Vermeulen? So, so they, play, they, they play a three at the back, is what I yeah. read. So yes. they have Alderweireld and Vermeulen, who are old. Yeah, uh, Vertonghen. But they also have Boyata, who, who's decent. They have uh, Jason Denayer, who's a young guy. He's good. Um, Thomas Munir, who, who played for PSG for a while. He played for Dortmund last year. Yeah. Usually usually right back, I think. I, but I think That's compared to like other big teams in Europe, I think that defense is uh, underwhelming, to be honest with you. Given, but given then you the have to volume. get by Thibaut Courtois. You're telling me Simon Mignolet is not starting? No, uh, yes, I am telling you that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Belgium is going to finish first, but I wouldn't be surprised if Denmark takes first. So, no, there's no way Belgium doesn't. I mean, well, uh, they have Den Donker, who who they have listed as a midfielder. He played all year at center back for uh, Wolves. Yeah, I, I feel like if you say they're going to go three in the back, that the slow, the slower, older guys, it won't expose them as much if they've got those three. And, and, and they they get covered by uh, Denayer, who's who's a lot. He's got a lot more pace, or Dendonker, who has right. more pace. And if you have Mounier and Castagne, who's the other back, you know, bombing up, you've got some good attackers yeah. going down the wings. Uh, yeah, they'll be a fun team. Are right, you like Denmark? What particularly about Denmark? Uh, you know. Do you like which players are you looking at there? Is it uh, Ericsson? Obviously, I'm yeah, guessing. I think their midfield Hoiberg. is fucking is underrated. Delaney um, is great. They got Hoiberg, mm-hmm. um, friend of the pod, Hoiberg, Ericsson, Delaney. <laughs> I think Delaney is underrated. Yeah. Honestly, I genuinely good. Um, the all Voss. Yeah, Voss is there. Um, they got a good leader in the back, Casper Schmeichel, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they got leaders on their team is, is what I'm saying. Like, I think they have skill leaders and I mean, boys, they got Martin Braithwaite. I was going to say, who's going to uh Poulsen had a pretty, he's had a couple good years. Yeah. Poulsen and, and Braithwaite. And, and you guys shit on him, but Andreas Christensen came in <laughs> champions league final, subbed in a 30th minute. Wasn't ready. He was, he was a brick at the back. Christensen <laughs> had a great year. I mean, that's the guard. I mean, we all know Pione Sisto, right? Midget land. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I don't think he's on their roster this year. He's he? not. He's not. Okay. Um, but no, but you look at their team. I think, I think their midfield play is going to keep, is going to advance them and keep them kind of, kind of going strong. So it'll be interesting right. to see what happens. Top two. Here. Yes. Top two. Who you got? Are you not let you go first? Um, Belgium and Denmark. Okay. Brian. Yeah. Uh, the whole, I mean, Finland's definitely not going to be there. The the big wild card is if the Russian guys can get away with doping. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you got to avoid the test, man. You got to, you got to cycle at the right times. Exactly. <laughs> and and Jeff, they, I'm play, assuming- they play all their games in Russia, all their group yeah. stage games. So that, I that's mean, true. They're, they're home. They're at home. Yeah. 
There has to be something said about that. So, so is Denmark. But, but don't they play at Russia in the, in the game against Russia? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jeff, who do you have as your top two? Same. Okay, Denmark. so everyone has Belgium. Denmark and Belgium. Okay. Oh, you have Denmark ahead of Belgium. Oh, sorry, Belgium, Denmark. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think we all have that. Um, let's move to Group C, and then we'll talk about some of the favorites later. Um, I mean – Group C is Nether- very interesting. This is why I picked Netherlands in the draft. I looked at this fixture list. I looked at Austria, North Macedonia, and Ukraine and said, wow. Um, are, are the Dutch going to have any issues in this stage with anyone? I think they will. I don't. I, I think they're shit. I'm not Which sold team? on, I'm not sold on yeah. Uh, Holland either. Yeah. Really? And I hate the, I hate, I hate their fans. Um, uh-huh. Like during the Euros and World Cup, Toronto, like it's a big party, like, the biggest unplanned gathering of people in in Canadian history was when Italy won the World Cup in 1982. <laughs> like, that, so the city really, really gets into it. And somewhere in during the 90s, everyone with Dutch ancestry decided that they would come out and party. And they're mm-hmm. obnoxious. They know nothing about the sport. They just like wearing colors and stupid orange <laughs> All the orange yeah. uh, orange ways they're a bunch of losers like the nonsense is out of control they can go fuck themselves <laughs> jeff really has a deep hatred i'm, I'm not that. gonna fight on that and i shit. did not know jeff disliked the uh, holland that much <laughs> i hate them i hate them. <laughs> so jeff who wins who wins that group for you out of them austria north macedonia and ukraine uh ukraine and then uh uh holland Okay, so you've got Ukraine winning that group, and then Holland is your second place team. Interesting. Uh, Brian, you also mentioned that they may have issues. Do, is it enough to put one of those other teams out of them? Um, no. I mean, North Macedonia isn't going to do anything. Um, we don't think. All out than Germany, bro. <laughs> it's true. Um, Looking at, I don't see much for you in Ukraine squad. I think it'll be Netherlands and Austria. Okay, Ari. Um, it'll be Nether- Netherlands and Austria. I think Austria has Spitzer, who, who's been really good. They have uh, a winger, uh, Laner. Well, who David does Ukraine have? Though I don't know anyone on Ukraine to be completely honest with you guys. Mar- they have Marlo, they have Zinchenko. Yeah, and they have Yarmolenko. Anko's Yarmolenko, yeah. Shanko. Their, but their manager. Apparently, have a really good coach. I forget. Do you guys know who it is, Brian? Shevchenko. I just, I yeah. just saw that. Uh, yeah, I want to throw that out there. They've got Shevchenko as their manager. Um, so here's yeah. what I was going to say about Netherlands. I would have them winning the whole fucking thing if Van Dyke was healthy, and I just don't see a like if they had like a Robin Van Persie on their team. If those two were there. They're winning the whole fucking thing. But, like, their their striker is going to be, like, Memphis to pay, I think. Or, yeah. You yep. know, so it's, like. Luke de Jong. No, he, no thanks. Veghurst. No. Yeah. Like, they don't have that star guy that could put. Like, they have some insane midfielders. Like I said, if Van Dyke was at center back, I mean, their defense is second to none, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's just those two missing pieces is what really freaking hurts them. And it, it's a shame because everyone else on that team is insanely talented. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going Netherlands and Austria then? Yeah. But Ukraine could probably 
top Austria because I feel like Austria always lets everyone down because everyone just sees David Alaba. <laughs> That's why I'm going Netherlands and Ukraine. I had the same reason because I'm like, I always get pulled in by Austria by David Alaba. And then it's like, eh. you know what? I, I will say this though. I, I, this is my wild shout. I think North Macedonia will be alive for second place on the last day. They will be, um, they will be there playing for something on the last day. Huh? On the last match. I mean, so that's my- I'm just against North Macedonia because there isn't a mainland Macedonia. So it doesn't fucking make <laughs> sense to have a North Macedonia. So it's Greece. It's Greece, I'm against right? that whole so, thing. <laughs> so we'll go to group D, which is a little more interesting. Actually, a lot more interesting. You got Croatia, Czech Republic, England, and Scotland. Um, we got two teams that played in the semifinals of the 2018 World Cup. They do actually play, I believe, each other in the first match, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Um, I believe that's on sad Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and kick off. What do you guys think is going to come out of um, this group? Does anyone have a shout outside of England and Croatia? Scotland. England and Scotland. Oh, we got a couple. And they're going to make another shout. Uh-huh. Uh, Scotland. Uh, England does not beat uh, Scotland. You think, you think Scotland wins or you think they draw? England won't beat them. I'm calling so it, could it be a draw. Okay. okay. I, you might be yeah, right. I'm not going to fight you on that. That's England sure. always has a bad result in them. Yeah. We all yeah. remember Iceland like four years Yep. Five years. Five years ago. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's that. Is Croatia good enough to, to win the group? Yes. I don't think yes. so. Will they yeah. win the group? No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Mm-mm. I think Croatia is overrated. Okay. Even I mean, though I drafted them. They got second place they runners up in the World Cup <laughs> three years ago. Yeah, but that was all luck. And because their president is a fine looking thing. But here's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> what does that have to do with their play on the pitch? I mean, shoot, if she's in the sin, I'm playing like freaking Ronaldo in his prime every goddamn game. <laughs> but okay. I think England is gonna freaking uh, they're gonna win this group easily. I think. I think England's fucking insane this year. I think they're really good. As okay, and with with Croatia, are you worried about their age profile? Are you worried about the midfield that would have Modric in it? That would have um, who else? He's really there? old. Perisic, really old now. right? Okay. Perisic is there. Their forwards are Ante Ribic and Andrej Kramer. Wait, who, who the fuck is Irene talking about with Croatia? Their president? Yeah, man. Zoran Milanovic, this old guy. <laughs> Bro, she must have just been out of office. I think it's. I think you're talking about Finland. No, no, I swear. Finland, Finland has a hot, has a hot uh, prime minister or president. Um, Arin's all over Zoran. (laughs) Oh my gosh, bro! Okay, okay, okay. I see. I see this. I see this chick. This Kolinda Grabar, former president, president at the time. Okay. If you look at like, Uh, um, okay, yeah, I see. If you look at Croatia's roster, they, they're they all gr- great players, but they're all moving clubs because of their age and because their talent's not quite there. I think they hit their peak. Yeah. Whereas you look at England's squad, all those guys are literally in their prime. Like there isn't one guy that's aging. I think it's like Jeff mentioned in, in the footy corner DMs amongst giving us discount codes to his OnlyFans. I think... <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Henderson being omitted is a blessing in disguise because if this, I mean, he's not fit, you know, it opens the door for other people. 
I think Ward's props probably should have gotten called up, but yeah, I think they're all young. They're all hungry. They all, they're all out for something to prove. And like, they're all used to the pressure. All these guys playing these big clubs in the premier league, you know what yeah. I mean? That's so true. Like, you know, it's nothing new for them. And they've made a far tournament run already as a group, you know, yeah. the, the right. thing that worries me about England is, is if they play Pickford too much. That's true. Like that's true. Play, play Henderson more than Pickford. Okay. Henderson should be their number one. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and then make our predictions about this group. Um, so I'll start with Arjen. Who are your top two? Um, I'm going to go with England first and Croatia second. I wish Scotland, I think they're going to be playing with all heart and not, you know, as much talent. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, but I, I don't disagree with Jeff. I think the Scotland England game is going to be really fucking close. Okay. Uh, Brian, who do you have top two? I'm going to say England's number one. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely say that three teams from this group will make it through. Okay. And that all three teams are going to win their first knockout stage or knockout game. Oh, wow. So okay. I'm going to say England. I'm going to say Scotland too, just because okay. Champions League winner um, Billy Gilmore is on their squad. <laughs> uh, Jeff? England, Scotland. All right. Che, che Adams, by the way. They do have Che Adams. Yeah. Who doesn't look like a Scot, but is one. Um, <laughs> well, he just declared for Scotland this, this season. He oh, was. Yeah, you're right. Youth. He played his youth for uh, U20 for England. Yeah, they do have Tierney and Robertson also out back, yep. out wide. They're two best players play the same position. That's true. So they moved one of them. I believe they moved Tierney to the right for for yeah. uh, the sake of this. Scott McTominay, John, big John McGinn. Yeah, hey. Oh, yeah, Giddy. Uh, I, I will say. Brian Fraser, the little uh, fucking muscle cube. True. I will say England first. As much as I want Scotland to be second, I'm just going to safely say Croatia and just root for Scotland to be second. But I'll put Croatia second. Um, so we're not really high on the Czech Republic. Tomas Suchek is now going to win the golden boot to prove us wrong. Um, <laughs> so this group's an interesting one. Group B has Poland, Slovakia, Spain, and Sweden. Um, of note, the Spanish team has no players from Real Madrid. Uh, does anyone have any thoughts on Spain squad who have no players from Real Madrid and have Adama Traore on their roster. I think it's bullshit. I think it's complete <laughs> bullshit to get rid of the best center back to ever grace the game. Okay. Out of this tournament. You're more upset about that than Isco. Cause I know you're a big Isco guy. Well, cause Isco, Isco cares more about having sex with his actress wife, which is totally acceptable. It's got some beautiful kids too, that he attends to at home. So Did- let's, did Sergio Ramos, did he retire from international football or was he just not selected? No, because he was on Real Madrid and Real Madrid pulled that whole scheme. So now no Real Madrid players are on the Spanish team. So was it a Real Madrid's fault? Like like they like tried to get that to happen or is it the coach's fault for not selecting them? I think it's the federation that just came to the conclusion that since they decided to do what they did – that, oh, okay. yeah, they're going to, well, that's they the way Barcelona. I'm Why'd they get Barcelona players? Because, uh, they get that because it was Florentino Perez's idea. It was his grand oh, idea. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it's going to bite them in the ass, I think. So they still they have a good midfield. They still have some good players. Yeah. They still have a 
uh, Busquets, Rodri, Pedri, Tiago, Torres, okay, Emeric Laporte, who is apparently Spanish, who's no longer French. Oh yeah, he switched, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Jordi Alba's in there. Uh, your boy Dave Ryan is there. Yeah, I don't Tiago. know if we we'll talk about this now or later, but Espinosa oh, yeah. is one of the best Premier League de- Premier League defenders of all time. I I'm first position. Yeah, I'll agree with that. What What do you mean first position? He's played every position in the defense. There's so many great center backs in the Premier League. I can't put him there. So he played right back. He played. Left I mean, back. when I think of great defenders, I think Vidic, uh, Company, Ferdinand. I'll put Van Dyke in there. Uh, Aspilicueta I mean, has won as much or more than all of them. He's not. Fine. He's also played on some great teams. So did those guys. I don't even but know. If they they weren't just players on. I mean, like I don't think Aspilicueta is as important as those guys were to he's their. The ca- he's been the captain. For the last Vincent Company years. was like captain leader legend for City. Van Dyke is the reason why we won it last year. I mean, we saw what happened to Liverpool. I put it this way: I think if Azpilicueta got injured for Chelsea, they'd still be doing some pretty good damage. Okay, that's a fair point. But Azpilicueta, I mean, he, he's just one of my favorite players of Chelsea all time. So I have to, I have to defend. Oh, no, he's a, yeah, he's well, he's criminally underrated. He he's not a highlight reel defender. But that's because you want a defender that doesn't have to make highlight reel saves. He's in the right spot. He's a short guy. He still he still wins your aerial battles. He he displaced Ashley Cole at left back, one of the best left backs of all that time. Banana statement right there, Ryan. <laughs> Ashley Cole. Afton just walked out. <laughs> but no, I, I think if Ashley I watched Cole. him more, I think I'd agree with you. Probably. He, I mean, I don't hear his name a lot. That's a good thing with defenders usually. Yeah. So. When when Chelsea won the league in 2017, I think, he played every single minute for the Premier League campaign. Yeah. He's played right back. He's played right he gets back. Me, he gets me a lot of points in uh, fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's played under seven or eight different managers. He's been Chelsea's constant for the last he gets goals too, seven years. Not Not many. Like five or six, but he. I I just think he's underrated. He's underappreciated, and he's one of the best Chelsea players of all time. I mean, I he probably is, Um, but something I was shocked about, and Jeff, you can answer my question. Eric Garcia. I mean, I know he's moving to Barcelona. He got selected for Spain, but did he play that much for City? No, because every time he played. We lost. <laughs> so I, why I, said, is he, I, I don't get the hype around him. That's that's all I'm saying. Like I never. I, I mean, well, Bar- I never Bar- Barcelona's broke. Yeah, and they, they can't buy any stars. Like they're going yeah. after they're going after Jesus. They're going after uh, Sterling. Um, did they get? Did they get Aguero on on a free? Basically, yeah. Is this yeah. contracts out. Yeah, yeah. They did. I had it. Sorry, guys. I had to pee so bad. Uh, I've been drinking so much water. Um, who will be the number nine for Spain? This is my only question. They Torres. have Alvaro Morata. Torres. Torres, Torres coming back. <laughs> what? No, Ferran Torres. Oh, Tor- City's Torres. Yeah. City's Torres. Uh, yeah. Name me a better nine for Spain. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is he? I mean, they don't really have a real nine. Maybe Gerard Moreno for Villarreal. Is Costa coming back? Moreno. 
He's not. He's not <laughs> on the roster. I mean, there you go. I mean, I trust Murata, him. Murata did she had an okay year at Juve this year. He's the worst player to ever play soccer. He belongs <laughs> in the rec league pitches, bro. Torres, every time I watched Torres, he was banging. He had goal of the year, didn't he? In the Premier League. Uh, no, yeah. He, I mean, he was really good, but I just... I, bro, Morata ain't doing that shit. He ain't doing that shit. He's Tor- T- Torres is one of those... He's like fought it. Uh, Pep is just sitting on him, letting him develop, letting him learn the system. And uh, I think next year he's going to be playing a lot. Yeah. So. He is the Diego Yota of Manchester City, except okay. possibly with a higher peak. Well, if this tells you anything, Morata did play up front in their friendly against Portugal. Uh, and he missed like three time. sitters, bro. Did you watch that game? Even <laughs> the announcer said, an international play, this miss is unacceptable. You got to bang that. It was a he, he still has the Chelsea stink on him. They passed, bro. He sucked for everyone. They passed the ball to him. He got it. He he does the, the one mile per hour turn that he usually does. And then <laughs> dribbles it like he's learning for the first time. And then takes a shot and it goes wide. And then people still fucking select him. Real Madrid, Chelsea, Atletico still go after him. I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. Luis Enrique has been selecting him for their lead up friendly. So we'll see what, we'll see what, they, uh, what they roll out when they play against Sweden, I believe, in their first match. I'm going to um, pick so Rada to win the uh, golden boot just to... See what Arim's <laughs> reaction is. Just trigger him. Uh, we didn't really talk too much about um, the other teams in the group. Uh, Lewandowski, is he going to do anything for Poland or no? I hope so. Okay. Uh, who's your top two? We'll start with you, Brian. Spain and I I want to say Poland, but they haven't. They, they just always suck in international tournaments. Um, so I'll say Spain and Sweden. Okay. Jeff? Uh, Spain and Slovakia. Oh, Arine? Yeah. Hmm. I'll go Spain. I'll go Spain and Poland. Okay. Yeah. I have a weird feeling that Spain is going to struggle in a game or two here. I'm going to pick a, I'm going to go wild and go with, even though I picked Sweden, I picked Poland and then Spain. Just I don't know why. It's stupid, probably, but we'll see. I think Morata's no, I, mean, I don't think so. I don't think that's so. Uh, well, Lewandowski had a fantastic year. He scored more goals than anyone ever has in the uh, yeah. Bundesliga. Yeah, and this could be his last international tournament if they don't. Who, who else does Poland have? Is my problem. They have Chesney and Lewandowski. Yeah, that's all you need. No, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just picked them because, I, you know, I thought I, I, I just feel like yeah. they're going to come through. I do know their midfield is decent, if I recall, right? They, well, they also do have a Chicago Fire. Z- Zielinski. Yeah, Zielinski's good. Oh, Frankowski for Chicago. Okay. Yeah, they have they have a Chicago Fire player in Krakowiak. That's when you know you suck. And then Krakowiak, who's been linked to every Premier League team, um, is there. Who now plays for Lokomotive Moscow, which is wild. Um, yeah, so uh, Milik and, and Lewandowski, I feel like they're going to click this time. Something Milik was going to be a superstar until he tore his ACL in Napoli. Yeah, exactly. So wow. for me, the issue is, will their defense come through? Um, they have Kemil Glick, who had a really good, I believe, World Cup or, or Euros before. Uh, and our boy Jan Bednarek of Southampton is on that team. So let's see uh, what happens there. Um, let's go to the group of death. Let us, let us see 
who will come out? We got France, Germany, Portugal, and poor, poor Hungary. Um, Hungary's getting gang banged. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they have home games though, don't they? Um, maybe. I don't think. I don't think. I don't you know, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. I think Germany's going to do absolutely nothing. I've heard a few people say that. Hung- I've Hungary heard has two home games. Apparently, Germany's a mess right now. Like there's no, there's no. They, just, they, they won their last friendly seven to one. Who? I think yeah. Germany did. Yeah, who was it against? The YMCA of North Macedonia, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, North Macedonia, North Macedonia did beat them. <laughs> the YMCA was it Brazil against, again. Like, they only have three informed players. Uh, Germany. Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz. Why is uh, he in form again? Okay. Because he just won you the Champions League, mate. I know. I just wanted to hear you <laughs> oh, say it. I just wanted to hear it. Um, is Manuel Neuer your third guy? guy ha- Kai ha- no, Neuer's not in form. Havertz, um, LK, and I think it was Tony Cruz. Yeah, Tony Cruz. There's only three guys okay. in form. Everyone else, Timo Warner, I don't want to hear it. But Germany Neuer's beat Latvia. <laughs> So, so their goal scorers were Gosens, Gundogan, Thomas Muller, who had a great year. I don't know who the oh, own goal. Serge Gnabry, Timo Werner scored, and Leroy Sané scored. Oh, Sané's back. Mm. Yeah. What did he do this year? Like, was he? He was injured for most he, of it, honestly. He played a little bit. Yeah, he played a little bit for Bayern, but not much. Yeah, Jeff, this is where you laugh at me. Yeah, yeah you, you, Irene laughed at me when we lost him. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't anticipate him breaking down. I mean, that, that's kind of a low one. I mean, honestly. But this man, I think in his birth, I think in his, he's changed his name to having a plus at the end of it for, for being injured all the time. <laughs> Unfortunate. So, and I think his pace is probably going to be going soon. With all those injuries, there's no way you could keep up that pace. Yeah, yeah. So you, you obviously forget that Rudiger has the face mask, which makes him basically a superhero. Batman. Yeah. Um, okay, Take so you got Germany. We've got some differing opinions on them. Uh, before we get into the tournament favorite by the odds makers, uh, there's Portugal. Um, that has a mix. Uh, they've always kind of had a mix here and there. So underrated. Well, here's my thing. What makes you think they'll perform here um, – over how they did at the world cup uh, because that was the last tournament they were in. They had, I believe most of these players um, and they got second in the group, but were one Persian strike away from, from getting knocked out by, yeah. by Iran. Um, oh, fuck. So, so which would be underperforming for them. Um, is this going to be any different though? Do you think, are, are they just more mature? Those young players, uh, Bernardo Silva, speaking of him, who else? Yeah, a bunch of guys. Ruben Diaz. Okay. Silva so makes a big defense. difference. You think their defense will be big? Their defense is revamped. They got Zhao Felix. I mean, like, we know what he's capable of. He's older. Um, Ronaldo's not going to be as – he'll be like a LeBron. Well, I think I think Ronaldo's their problem this year. Yeah. Because he's he's going to demand the ball. Like, the, the – the play, even the coach will be afraid to not let the game go somewhere else other than straight to Ronaldo. 
And the other, I think the other problem Portugal has is this coach is, is quite defensive. Like mm -hmm. quite, quite. So those, those fast, uh, exciting, uh, attackers are not, may not have the liberty to, to shine. But it could set up for a good counterattack. I mean, you could use that yeah, yeah. that defense for a good counter. Um, yeah. But I see your point, and I think what you brought up could be exactly why Juve probably or potentially could have fucking gotten almost not qualified for Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. But what you're um, saying is be on the lookout for a whole lot of Ruben Neves making uh, tackles in the midfield. Is what we're looking at. Carvalho, yeah. Ruben yeah. Neves. Carvalho plays every minute. They're going to have trouble. <laughs> I mean, Jao Cancel. I mean, they have a really good in prime and young defense that I think is is hungry. And they also have a mix of like uh, experienced players. I mean, like Rui Patricio is experienced. I mean, you got Pepe in there. I mean, Ronaldo might be downfall. Pepe's but older than me. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, their defense, their outside backs. Down Moutinho, if he made their it. Their outside backs are great, but who's going to pair with Ruben Diaz? Is Pepe going to do that? He's going to, I mean, he's due for one red card. Pepe least. wasn't bad in this past season, bro. Pepe wasn't bad. Jo Jose Font, also older than me. He just won the uh, league. With yeah, he, oh, Jose Font, just captain league uh, Lille. <laughs> Jose Font. Bruno for and we're forgetting Bruno Fernandez, like yeah, just casually. I mean, I mean yep. and Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Bernardo. I mean Arine, you didn't even mention Diego Jota. I don't know if he'll start, you know. I hope he does. Probably but, not. They're pretty huh? loaded on offense. Yeah. So all right. So there's we'll, not still, bro. We'll skip hungry. Just what yeah. do you think is their weakness, is what I'm saying. What is Portugal's weakness? Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's gotta be center back. Their second center back. Yeah. Whoever is that, um, I would attack that side because their their uh, backs left and right are really good offensively. Insane. Not sure what they can do defensively, though. I mean, I mean for instance, um, I don't know. I don't think maybe Nelson Semedo may not start, um, but people were attacking Wolves on the side that he was on because he's just all offense. Xiao Cancelo hasn't had to play defense, really. I mean – he can camp out on the other team's half because Man City's so good. So I don't know how good he is on defense. Um, and Rafael I mean, he's Guerrero, won championships have... with City and Juventus. I think he's. I think he's up there, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> if I'm another team, I attack the side opposite of uh, of Ruben Diaz. I just go after yeah. Pepe. And mm -hmm. and I put a striker that's going to piss him off and make him like punch him or choke him and get a red card. And Portugal. The only here's my here's what I'll say. You're right. They're really Pepe, strong. Yeah. They're really strong. They're disciplined. I'm worried about their discipline. They've always had problems with red cards. Yep. So we'll see what happens there. And we'll talk to the other team. We'll skip Hungary. Not really uh, relevant. Um, and, they're missing and their they're best strength. player. Who, who? Hungary is missing their best player. Are they? Wait, who are they Sob missing? Sobos lie. Oh, you're right. And, and instead of him, they have Nikolic, the former fire player. Yeah, I've seen all I need to hear about this team. Yeah. Okay, uh, then there's France, who um, the other day put out a lineup that was absolutely low. Did you guys see the lineup they put in the in the? Benzema game? got injured though, and I was literally going to order his jersey last night. Yeah, he until did I get found out how long he's out for. Is he is he going to be okay? I think he's done for the tournament. Oh no! What? Well, guess who's going to step in then? Good old Olivier Giroud, who's apparently only five goals away from 
breaking Terry on. Oh shit. Never mind. He's playing. Yeah. There you go. So like Drew scored twice. He did. He did. And, and like I said, he's only, I think he's only five goals away from being the highest scoring French player. I'm getting that Benzema jersey now. <laughs> the the France the France kit is pretty fucking awesome too. I'm getting it because of Benzema, bro. Benzema's my guy. That dude's a fucking animal. Just well, wait until uh, I I cannot wait to see the Giroud Benzema go kart uh, race. <laughs> Giroud is always in this fucking go kart race, and he always performs. I'm when telling you right now, the respect he deserves. These three front guys, when you look at Benzema, Mbappe, and Griezmann, that's just disgusting. And then behind him, you have Conte. So they could literally do what whatever they want because he'll protect everyone. And what don't forget Ben Yedder. Don't forget Paul Pogba is playing for the national team and not United. So he's definitely going to be better yeah. know, in this tournament. Um, and they just and now we know why Laporte left, because they have good center backs too. There's no weakness on this team. Yeah, they're they're the second team. Great. They're like they're like City. Their their second team would have a shot at yeah. Sissoko. Yeah, I mean look look at their striker Griezmann Giroud. I mean Giroud. I mean, say what you will about him, but he he scores goals. Mm-hmm. And and then Mbappe, Dembele, Benzema, and Ben Yedder. Your boy. And then and then poor Marcus Turam, not going to see the pitch. But he he's been doing pretty well. In and quarantine, Poliso made the squad. Mister Quarantine Boy, made it. Our boy. <laughs> okay, he's gonna hold down the midfield. Well, you don't need anyone other than Golo Gun Golo Conte in the midfield. All right. Yeah, you're tr- you're right. So let's go ahead and make our predictions because just because I want to keep it going. I know there's a lot going on, and and in the future episodes, just letting people know, um, I'll do my best for us to have you know episodes after each match week, match game, match day, whatever. Um, not day, but you know, after the first right. seven teams. So this group, <laughs> first and second place, is is tough. Um, I'll put I'll put Brian on the spot first. First and second, who you got? I'm gonna say uh, France and Germany okay. because both of them have three players each from the Champions League winners. Okay. All right, Jeff. Uh, France and Portugal. Okay, Arine. Yeah. France, Portugal, Germany, then Hungary is going to finish with like a minus 98 gold. <laughs> um, I will go with, um, yeah, I'll go. With, I root for Germany. We all know that they're my favorite European side. I'll go France and, and Portugal, um, but we'll see. And then Hungary, then Germany. No, I'm kidding. Germany, then Hungary. Um, okay. So now that we've kind of finished that little exercise, um, everyone else at the footy corner little. too, let us know if you've got a, yeah. Well, now's the, now's the big stuff. All right, guys, you've talked about who's going to win groups, who's going to win this and that. Who's winning the whole tournament? Uh, let's start with Arian. I'll go with Portugal. Portugal's going to win the whole tournament. Even though you got them second in their group, you think that doesn't matter. They'll win the whole tournament. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> My, not not the best two-time. logic, but yeah, I think. Uh, champs. Huh? They'd be the two-time champs. They won the last one. Yeah, I think they just got that. Uh, they got everything. I know France does too, but maybe I'm being a homer. I've always kind of liked Portugal. You know that. I don't know. I mean, probably because of Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, God, now well, I'm a fanboy, but. You get to visit. The, I, I'm getting married next to his museum, so. 
not yeah. on purpose, but uh, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff, who's your champion? Italy. Oh yeah, you did pick Italy and you have, and you had France losing in the, in the round of 16, if I remember. Yep. yep. That's wild. Yep. Who was it too? Wasn't it England? Yeah. It's going to be a Italy, England final. And okay. Italy, and Italy wins uh, one, nothing. Okay. And Arine, who did you have uh, Portugal oh. in the final? That would be brutal for Italy. I haven't, I haven't done that. I'm probably going to do that tonight. Yeah, but just um, pick a random team because I think almost any team. I don't, I don't know if it's logical, but I'll go with I'll go with France. Okay, that's fine. It might be. I don't know. I haven't looked. If, at the if that can yet. happen, I don't think yeah. it can. Yes, yes, because if Portugal and France finish one two, it then can. there will be separate parts of the bracket. Italy is a good shout. I mean, I want to put, but I also think England England can make it to the final as well. All right, Brian, what's your final? Fuck. Um, hold on, let me look at the. <laughs> I haven't looked at the bracket, so yeah, I, uh, I'm going to look at it now. Yeah. <laughs> As you hear the mouse clicks and whatnot, um, see, I want to you- say, I want to say Belgium, but they would uh-huh. they would face the, face the winner of the group of death in the semifinals. Mm. So I'm going to say Belgium and Spain. Oh, and your winner, Belgium. Belgium over Spain. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with France winning it. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to pick the, the team's yeah. favorite that probably won't win in the end, but I'll, I mean, that's my pick. Uh, can they play Belgium in the final? Who, France? Yeah. They would have to finish second in their group or maybe third. No, that's not happening. Assuming um, Belgium wins their group too. I'll go with well, I, yeah, I do assume that. Can Italy play them in the final? They can, right? Uh if if they don't win their group. A versus A versus winner of group B f- faces a winner of group A in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you said France no. and Italy? So France is F. So they'd win group F. That would be the semifinals if they both Yeah, I can't do that. I got to pick either the winner of group C or the winner of group D or E. Yeah, that's why I said Spain. Give me... England, then. Give me the Netherlands. Give me the Netherlands. Give me the Dutch. Are you crazy? (laughs) There's going to be one wild team, and that's my wild team, and I picked them in the draft, so let's go with them. Yeah, Jeff, there's proof we got some good weed in Chicago, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when it happens, I'm going to be back on the show. And um, yeah, even though you can laugh at me for my Arsenal prediction in, in Europa. So that didn't work so well. So no one, no, everyone just fade me and you're going to win money. Um, okay. So we have our winners. I think we all picked different teams. Yeah. Brian, who did you have again? You had Belgium, right? Yeah. Just because I, I, I want to. Okay. Everyone else let us know at the footy corner too. <laughs> who you think is going to win Euros. Uh, Golden Boot, or no, Dark Horse. Name a team that um, might make noise, get farther than, like, who will be that team that we'll talk about? Who will be the Iceland of this Denmark. Denmark, okay. Jeff likes Denmark. Sweden. Sweden is uh, Brian's shout. Okay, so we got Isaac. Isaac had a great year in Spain. He did. He's the next uh, Slaton. 
I hope. Personality. <laughs> We're looking at him. I, I hope. Arian, do you have a, a team that you think uh, is going to you know, be that team? That Can I just say there will be no dark horses? No dark horses. <laughs> <laughs> He's got – man's got – okay, you ready for when my was the last When was the last uh, international tournament without a dark horse? Yeah, I don't know. Wales was a dark horse for five years ago. And Iceland oh, was too. Iceland, okay. Iceland, yeah. Okay, I'll just say Scotland. Scotland. Okay, I'll that's a good check. All right. You know, a dark horse or Cinderella can be a team that just far exceeds what people will think or get to a stage that like they don't have to win it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're going to laugh, guys, but I'm going to take North Macedonia. Get fucked. <laughs> Where is the logic? <laughs> I'm going to take them. Because they've played decently in some of these lead-up games. Um, and I just think if they get third and, and get out of that group somehow, I think they'll make it to the knockout round. And, and they'll, they'll lose, but they'll play a team closer than people think. They'll be like that team that runs a team. Of like, hey, who let's... the fuck are they getting a point against? Yeah, I was going to – let's Rainer make Austria, it One of these Over or under – okay, let's make a bet, Ashton. Over one and a half points for Ma- North Macedonia in their group. Yeah. Are you Let's taking the over? Yeah. You, you'll take the over. Okay. Yeah. You're taking the over on that. One and yes. a half points. <laughs> They're my dark horse. I, I don't know what the, we'll, we'll come Bro, up can with. Can I get on on this? Can you double down on that? <laughs> I want to get on it too. I will. I will. I'm, get I'm all in for under. <laughs> I'll put my whole savings account on that, bro. I got it, my Chase account right now. If they get under one and a half points, uh, next time I see all of you, one beer on me. Any beer you want. Okay. At a bar. And if they get – no, I'd rather have to see you suffer in some way. Buying us a beer is not suffering. Okay. Well, you still have to take a shot of Malort, don't you? Yeah, well, so does Steve. I have to take two, (laughs) I think. Okay. Can you um, post it on Twitter or something? Huh? Yeah, we'll do a live. Okay. I just need I, I need you guys to Get somehow it. send me Malort. Send you Malort. Or we'll just save it, and when you're here, we'll just tape it and use it as content. Dude, that shit tastes yeah. so bad, and with our last names, we might get marked with uh, terrorism. No shit, it tastes bad. I'm not looking forward to it. So, so what's the, what do I have to do? Or do we want to listen to Twitter we'll, suggestions? We'll come up with something. Yeah, ha- have okay. uh, people suggest suggestions for... They're, they're going to take a point off Austria in this opening game here uh, just in uh, three days. Uh, so that's why I'm saying over one and a half. They yeah. have to get two points. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Maybe they'll You're nick trying to lose. You're trying to lose. You don't genuinely <laughs> believe that. I'm just being wild right now. Honestly, you went to too many years of school to lack this much common sense. You guys picked my dark horse, so I I, I had to pick someone different. I, I would have gone Scotland too, to be honest, but okay. I passed that up. So I'm going North Macedonia. <laughs> wow. would, would Russia count as one? Would Russia be one? As a dark horse? Yeah. Not, not yeah, after yeah. their World Cup performance, I don't okay. think. Okay, right. So, yeah. So then I'll stick with what I got. I'll stick with the also um, Jeff. Hey, the Canadians <laughs> weren't a bad team to lose to in the end, were they? Fuck the Canadians. They have, a, goal, they have a goalie. That's it. Hey, that's sometimes you, you got to spend that's... ten point five million to stop forty eight point five. 
All oh, the, man. All you need in the Stanley Cup finals is a goalie, a hot goalie. Yeah, that's true. We I did leave that out for Jeff. It, it was I mean, part the of Canadians problem. are running it right now, man. I mean, not. Which, speaking of which, they are running it. It's coming home. Is that a cursed phrase for teams? Does that just not work? <laughs> because everyone that says it loses. <laughs> so is that a curse? Is that a cursed phrase? Yes. Oh yeah. I Penguin's think if you gonna... say it, you've cursed your team. Because Jeff, we heard you say it a ton about uh, Toronto. I was ta- I was talking about next year. And and the English fans <laughs> no, say Jeff, it all. The- you don't want to say that again. You don't want to curse. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that phrase gets used and it never comes home when that, when that's said, never, I, I, I can't recall one time. So we'll see. I mean, without that Tavera sit, things are different right now, but I guess you can't. <laughs> yeah. Well um, yeah. So uh, let's just, uh, we'll do some random discussion points. I just want to know what you guys think um, on the managerial front. Hey, what about golden boot for euros? Oh yeah. We didn't say that. Did we? Ah, Okay. Let's do golden boots for Euros. Good shout. My bad. Um, it'll be great banter when it is Timo Werner, but it won't be. I know. It won't be. Trust Jeff me. Jeff says Harry Kane? Yeah. Uh, I would have said Kane, but I'm going to say Mbappe. Mbappe. Okay. Arine? Uh, Arine's going to say – or Afton's going to say like Fag Course or something. No. <laughs> I'm no, going to agree. No. I'm going to agree. <laughs> I'm going to agree with Brian and, and uh, yeah, Mbappe. I think they're going to score a ton of goals and I think he'll be at the, the end of them. So. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I just, the, I, the worry I have with France oh, fuck. is they have so many different players that can score. They have Mbappe. They, yeah. have, they have Benzema. Um, they have, all, they have a ton of guys that can do it. Um, so if you're looking at a team that has like one primary score, it's Kane. Yeah, Kane. Kane's <laughs> it, the best shout probably. It really is, but I want to be different. I want to be different. England relies so much on Kane if you really think about it for a finishing product. Without him, shit's in the fan. That's true. Uh, they have Rashford, DCL, and, and they have guys like Foden and, and Mount. He made the squad? DCL made the squad? Yeah. Oh shit! I did not know and, that. And they have Foden and Mount, who are just like so dynamic. But I feel like they're, they're more wingering chances. Know? They have Grealish, who hopefully will play. Um, Jaden Foden. Foden. I was to talk about like a number nine. That's that's all I was talking about. That's why. But but I'm saying like, put in put in DCL or Rashford at the nine spot, and that's Foden true. and Mount will make them make them score. Like they will provide the service. I will – I'll say this is the tournament Lukaku does something. I'm going to go with Lukaku. Okay, yeah. Might might be a decent yeah. shot. I wanted to do Lewandowski, but that would be wild because Poland would have to do great. Yeah, oh, topic, Jeff, Tavern Pizza isn't as good as Deep Dish. Let's continue this, though. <laughs> deep Dish right. isn't pizza. Oh, mate. It's a fucking it, man. It's a castle. New Yorker. It's a this castle. is a discussion. A this castle. is a discussion that's disgusting. Jeff, Jeff is a it's secret true. agent from New York. He's not from oh. Toronto. Don't believe it's, that. It's, we we need a, a different two-hour pod for this discussion. We've already yeah, been going gotta, for two hours. You're right. We're gonna wrap. No this way up. we can talk about this. Uh, we're, yeah, we, let's wrap these final little bits. I have just a couple things. Let's talk about the managerial front real quick. Um, Ancelotti ditches Everton. 
Uh, Nuno says no to Crystal Palace. Um, Tottenham is going to get the Roma lad who got fired for Jose Mourinho, who looks like... Uh, <laughs> No one, uh, dude, you and me had, don't know his name, but whenever we watched him, whenever his face popped up on the TV, had the same discussion. You think he's pissed off that he's still <laughs> managing and he's technically Yeah, Fonseca, who looks like a 50-year-old Adam Scott from Parks and Rec, uh, yeah. Italian version. Um, so that's little that's a little carousel going around because we hadn't talked about, yeah, we hadn't really talked about Ancelotti. I, so of all this news, and, and then um, we had um, another Portuguese guy going to Wolves lodge or whatever um and then you have all these rumors about yeah lampard nuno what they're gonna do where they're gonna go um carlo had no business in material thing to you guys i I was shocked not at the decision ancelotti made but how much he talked about the project he was gonna put together at everton and then all of a sudden like they knock at his door he's like oh peace i'm gone james see you later i know you signed just because i'm here alan all these players that came to this everton project who, by the way, finished 10th. Bottle I think Everton, um, like hot take, Everton's going to be better without Ancelotti. Really? I mean, they certainly didn't improve, did they, in the table? <laughs> yeah, they got 10th with Ancelotti. The second half of their season was poor, was bad. I feel um, like that's Everton at its finest, though. Even since the Leighton Baines days, ever since the Lee Catter was Lee Catter on there. Uh, who's the other wanker? This is still the Leighton Baines days, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's still on the roster. Remember, we didn't know Same that he was. was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think is the big managerial news to you that, that's come out of all this stuff? Um, where's Nuno going? He should Oof. stay, man. Why not stay? Keep the port- go to fucking Benfica or fucking Porto. Who cares? <laughs> Don't you want to st- stay in the prem, man? I thought he'd I go to Tottenham. I thought what? he'd go to Tottenham. But he's, he's the only to- person that rivals Beard's Je- uh, Jeff's beard. <laughs> That's true. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Where's Nuno gonna go? We'll see. I guess bananas. But um, him moving to Palace wouldn't have made sense. Wolves are way better. Yeah. What was, what's this? Okay. We had, we had someone wiping a microphone. Jeff's about to play a set at Lollapalooza. He's just warming <laughs> up, bro. A few more final play, player rumors. We mentioned Wendia de Villa. Shaka's going to go to Roma. Uh, Liverpool got Kanate. These are pretty much done deals already. Um, there's some big rumors out there. My question to each of you is, what is the transfer you want your team to make now uh, that's somewhat realistic, that's somewhat been talked about in the media that you're hearing? What's the player that you've heard that whose name is out there that you want to see at your club? Um, I'll start with maybe a more obvious one, Brian. Yeah, Holland. Yeah, so early Holland for uh, $400 billion, million. Um, Jeff, DJ nice. Jeff. Uh, Kane and uh, Grealish. Yeah. You could have one. Which one? Kane. Okay. Marine at Liverpool. Um, third, potentially. Huh? Who, who would you want at Liverpool? Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> have you heard rumors about Realistic. it? Realistic. I've seen the Instagram Photoshop pictures, and that's good enough for me. I'll <laughs> believe it in my head. <laughs> okay. Um, we're not linked to anyone of that ilk. Um, so, so for Arsenal, uh, gosh, we haven't really been linked to too many, uh, big, big name players. Um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, 
this might be a shocker. I'll go with Basuma of Brighton. We've been linked to Basuma. And if we have a, a pivot oh, of, of Basuma and uh, Partey, I think, you know, lock the defense down a little more. Because I kind of like our attackers. I like how Pepe played late in the season. So let's see what happens there. Uh, but they Arsenal's, Arsenal no, needs you know fast cash. We need a creative guy. Go get Odegaard. Go get him permanently. That's what, that's what I'll say. They, they have to get him. They have to get him. Okay. They're not finishing uh, higher than fifth with that, with those, with your dream transfers. Well, but that's the realistic shot. <laughs> These are the realistic players that they can get. They can't I know. Get so I, I just want to see Arsenal like spend money. Yeah. I don't think it's not going to happen with those owners. I know. It's not going to happen. And because they, they didn't make any turn, any, any competitions and yeah, the owners won't spend. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be surprised. Um, but I think they're going to just get a bunch of like uh, guys that are, you know, uh, lower priced, but may break through. And uh, hopefully one of them does. Okay. Uh, any other points anyone wants to bring up as we reach the close to the end of this program? trying to think no nothing important that you guys want i know brian uh you did clarify something for us uh that we talked about last episode in terms of was it payouts right um because remember yeah. we talked about how much money everyone gets prize money uh and we got a little confused that the fa cup and the champions league was the same um you said the winner of the fa cup earns a total of 3.4 million from this past year so lester Runners up got 2.4 mil, which was Chelsea. Um, and just to be in the group stage of Champions League, you get 13 million. So about four times what the winner um, of that gets. Uh, for instance, and you get more for going through each stage. For instance, Chelsea got 64.5 million this year just from Champions League. Um, that's just from that's just from success or from winning. Uh, okay. Winning metrics. And then they get another even more seven. For coefficient share, yeah. So coefficient share is exactly what it it is. Like your your the higher your country is in coefficient, you mm-hmm. get more money, and then you oh. also get market share. There you go. So so it's it's a hundred million for Champions League winners. Probably about the same for City for Champions League runners up. Yeah, and Arsenal's getting zero. So. Um, fun stuff there. I do want to talk about this because we usually do predictions. We usually do, you know, other stuff, nonsense. And Mount Rushmore, I said, let's hold off. I knew this would be a longer episode. I do want to go over because next episode, as I said, the goal is to talk about the first set of matches. Um, and so let's, you know, I wanted to kind of highlight some of the bigger first matches that are happening. Uh, opening match, Turkey, Italy, who you guys got Turkey, Italy, give me a, uh, Score and a goal scorer. Uh, one nothing Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Kresma. No. Oh, well, what's his name? Oh, wait. Fuck. Oh. I know who oh you're talking God. about. Why can't I think of him? Yeah. Mobley. No. Oh. Mobley. Yeah, Mobley. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's why what I, I think. Charisma. I don't know. Why did that name come into my mind? But but when you said charisma, I knew who exactly who you were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Of. That was yeah. Wild. Okay. Brian. I'm going to say three to two Italy, Ooh. and Chalinoglu is going to score a free kick. Okay, Arine. 
Um, two nil, Lorenzo Insigne. Yeah. Okay, and I'm the same as Jeff. I got one nil Immobile. Uh, another. I, I'm just gonna go over two more, so I won't bother you guys too much with these. But I just thought there's some huge matches. England, Croatia, is happening. Um, so I'll go at the same order. Brian, Jeff, Arjen. So. Oh, that's a different order. Uh, I'm gonna say England to Croatia to and Kane, obviously. Okay, Jeff. Three to one, uh, England with the best haircut in football. <laughs> we didn't talk Bruce about James. that. Jeff, you, you actually James, like that haircut? You like, think Reese James I, is going to score? I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I can't believe you think Reese James is going to score. Please. <laughs> the wait, Stockport and the Stockport and Iniesta. Wait, five. Jeff, take take your hat off for a second. You. Would you? Do you take your hat off, Jeff? No. Because I, I, I want to see if you can grow hair and get a Foden haircut. I can't. Damn. 45. Would you? 45. Oh, yes, 100%. You would do the Phil Foden haircut. And silver, too. Really? <laughs> That's yes. wild. Oh, boy. That's just a 45-year-old's taste. When I release this, there's going to be a poll about that. Let's see what people say. Yeah, but, but the general public doesn't have good taste. It's that <laughs> his haircut is for a refined palate. Okay. <laughs> I've heard that before. Refined palate, my, my friend. Um, all right. So you have 3-1 Foden scoring. Arjen, how about you? 2-1 uh, Kane. Okay. I think it'll be 2-1 two two England Kane. Yeah, I got 2-0 England. Um, yeah, Harry Kane. Uh, and then the, the last big one I want to go over, I'm not, like I said, not over all of them. France and Germany play. I believe that's on Tuesday, maybe. I don't know. Um, France, Germany. Uh, Brian, who you got? Uh, four to two France with Mbappe scoring and Timo Werner missing, missing a sitter in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> Jeff? Uh, four nothing France uh, Mbappe. Do you also have Timo Werner missing a sitter? Yes, four, <laughs> four, four of them. Four sitters. Four sitters. Okay. Um, I'll go 3-0 Kareem Benzema. I'll go two one, and I'll also say Kareem Benzema uh, for France. Uh, but if Timo Werner gets a hat trick, that'll be massive scenes. That's all I gotta say. That'll be bananas. against France. Against anyone in this tournament. <laughs> I, I'm just waiting for him to bust out and have a game and just be like, well, I don't know what's happened to him, but okay. Uh, any last things, any hot tips for the tournament, any um, gambling tips that you guys have for people or no? What, one real quick thing I just had thought of the other day that I wanted to mention is that it really sucks for Chelsea's like transfers, transfer efforts this year because Anyone, anyone that Chelsea is interested in, that team is just going to jack up the price because mm-hmm. they know Chelsea is the only team that can spend. Like, look at last year. Chelsea spent the most out of any team in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, City has the money, too. Those are about the only two teams that can spend money in all of Europe. Paris. Uh, yeah, and I guess Paris, too. But if, if Chelsea is going after anyone, the the other team can just – name any price they want. If they don't want to lose a player, they just jack up the price. So 
Chelsea has to, has to overspend on every single player that they get. Yeah, I think in general, a lot of English teams are going to have prices ramped up. For them. Yeah, which is, I don't know if you saw um, the interview after Champions League final, the, the interviewer asked Kai Havers, they were like, so you were the most expensive Chelsea player uh, transfer ever. How do, how do you feel about that? And he's like, I don't fucking care. We just fucking won the Champions League. I did hear about that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting window, I think, with all the coronavirus stuff that happened, like financial ability of teams. We'll talk about that throughout the summer too. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be a good point. Let's see what happens there. Uh, anyone else with any points, questions, concerns? Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on the panel. Anyone? My concern is that Jeff thinks Tavern Pizza is better than Deep Dish. And deep different pod, different pod, guys. Better. Different pod. I need to go to bed. At least, at least Tavern resembles pizza. Deep Dish is racist against Italians. It's a microaggression That's, against Italians. It's bananas. Lubolite brings diversity to the pizza. Or not Lubolite, Deep Dish brings diversity to pizza. It, it, deep Dish is okay if you're at like a 10-year-old's birthday party. Like... <laughs> You're an adult. Grow up. Maybe <laughs> it's a crossover. People need to stop, people need to stop gate, gatekeeping food. No. If you want to call deep dish pizza, call deep pizza. You don't, need to, you don't need to control what people call pizza. No one does. New York thin, thin crust style pizza is fucking delicious. I love it. Deep dish pizza from Chicago is fucking delicious. No, I love it's it. not. The only, only, only Detroit-style pizza. The mediator yeah, has spoken. The peacemaker. He fucking Detroit piece of the Middle East, Jeff. You can't. Detroit. Detroit pizza is, is way better than deep dish. Oh, way I better. hate Detroit. Wait, style so pizza. that's just as. But deep I see the value. Dish. No, it's not. A corner jet. It's not even close. It's not even close. No. No, I like I like Detroit style too. I like both. I don't. I don't like the cornmeal crispy crust for. Give me a New York slice. What's or, Indiana pizza like? I don't know, like <laughs> fucking racist, all white bullshit pizza that's totally bland. Probably has corn in it. Some, so, pizza some, some bullets on top. Yeah, bullets <laughs> that people fire. Yeah, it's, it's off. But you know what? You know what you come to Indiana for is a pork tenderloin sandwich. Oh okay. shit. Big ass pork tenderloin as big as your head. Fucking good. Goodness me. Well then, but then you have to go to Indiana. I know that's that's the that's the downside. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Brian. Jeff, I, feel, I feel like you're trying to hate on me, but it's not working because <laughs> Because he agrees. Indiana fucking sucks. Yeah. Dude, Indiana's <laughs> getting so many people right now. There's a mass exodus of Illinois and they're all going to Indiana. It's true because yeah. there's some good people in Indiana. I'll say that, but there's a lot of bad people. Yeah, yeah. That's but there's true. bad people everywhere, though. So. Yeah, exactly. And, and and that's the note we'll leave off on. Chicago ain't all uh, sunshine and rainbows, man. Let me tell you. That. <laughs> so both play, yeah, all places. We got good and bad, so we'll go with that. Uh, enjoy the Euros, guys. Enjoy. Can't wait, America. If you get to watch, or, yeah, Copa America. If you get to watch yeah. that. Listeners, take a order some deep dish pizza for game one. Before you go out, before you get smashed with the buddies, have a deep dish pizza. Treat yourself to some good pizza. Well, these Euro games are so early that you can watch them and then go get smashed. 
You got, you know, you got 8 a.m. Yeah, that's what I said. But you got a pregame with the pizza and then go to the strip club, go. go to the club, whatever you want. By the way, Chicago is officially in one hour back opening up officially. You got the citizen alert. <laughs> We're back. Everything's opened up here. We're back. To All normal. right. Things have been open in Indiana for weekends. about a year. The back, I've gone back to back weekends and I've seen the club lights open. So I know we are back at 5 a.m. when you see the lights open. <laughs> Turn on. All right. And with and with that said, before we run out of any space for me to make a, an episode for us, uh, <laughs> we'll log off uh, next week. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll, I'll just do uh, panels for what's going on in Euros and just see who can come. So we'll, we'll can, we'll can my dad be on the pod? I'm going to be visiting my dad. Can he come on the pod next week? Absolutely. If he has input, well, we're ready. Let's go. Only if he's drunk. Life. Only if he's drunk. <laughs> so look for that either on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and then we'll go from there. Cause I think the first set of games end Tuesday. Uh, so we'll see whenever, wherever we record, we'll, we'll talk about what's going on. We'll talk about transfers. Um, so anything, any last notes outside of pizza that anyone has to say before we go? Huh. I'll give you guys a chance to give your, your goodbyes then. Uh, Brian, anything to tell the people? Chelsea Champions League winners 2021. Love All right. It. Jeff? Chelsea, the most racist team in the Premier League. Sorry. <laughs> um, Liverpool's the people's champion, mentally undefeated. <laughs> All right. And I um, – well, I feel like I have to say something about Arsenal, but I'll just leave it there. Nothing. Uh, and for that, we'll turn it over to uh, Europa League champion, Unai Emery. <laughs> wow, Arne didn't say his thing. Oh, my bad, bro. Say it now. Love you guys. Uh, I, love, I love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening.